Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Music, talk, inspiration, in perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, ninety-seven point The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. My walk away while I'm a wono. A funko bog, Beno. In your lie to eat a pomo. A cocurana, Bano. My walk away while I'm a wono. A funko bog, Beno. And you like to eat a pamoe, a cocurana, but no. Ma, what a pole, the ocean of Fenshona, she ya. Ma, what a pole, my ocean of Fenshona, she ya. And you like to eat a pamoe, a cocurana, but no. And you like to eat a pamoe, a cocurana, but no. Come on. Music with a beautiful one. 
the song of strength oh yes trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him he will direct your path It says, feel the fear, but do it anyway. Fear only wins if it's able to stop you. Because not all that threatens has the ability to stop you. The great way to start your morning is an encouragement to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own limited understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. Don't be wise in your own eyes. The only one you are to fear is the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Proverbs 3, 5 to 8. So enter action with boldness. Don't let fear petrify you into inaction. Don't let uncertainty bully you into submission. Nobody knows everything. But with what you know, with faith in the Lord, that new project will work. With the right goal, the right preparation, and the right people. It will work. This is Life Sense brought to you by ADB. Great news for workers who receive their salary through our bank. We can give you an advance. Like on a day like this, it's the 16th. You can get up to 80% of your next salary. No interest on repayment within 30 days. So when the salary comes, you pay back no ahala. Call 0243-273-369 for more information about this loan. ADB truly are Greek and more. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 
Michael Jackson came up with his moonwalk. Jedubre had already perfected it on the streets of Secondi Takradi. Oh yes. Before Heavy D came up with his rap, Jedubre had already perfected his version with the market. I have market circle. Oh yes. Have you seen him dancing before? Oh yeah. He's Sometime, not moves. Sometimes you stop there. Everybody sing there. Yeah, you just, you just do something. Yeah, Charlie, no Charlie. <laughs> I have to visit him to when I get to Takra. <laughs> now the third person I'm visiting. I'm putting I'm creating a list of people I have to see in Tadi. <laughs> First one is Kofi Kinata. Second one is Koda. And I'm adding, you adding to play Ambole too. <laughs> I have to go and have a conversation with you. When, when, when I was in Purple College, his big brother was my housemaster. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. His nephew was in the house. Everybody called him Ambole. Could they sing? <laughs> no, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Godwin was like this tall. <laughs> he would <laughs> run away. <laughs> so this is Jedu Blaze's big brother. Yes. He was, so he was God, housemaster. Charlie. Yeah, so that is my house. The man of Mr. Sume. Charlie, you will run. <laughs> Metu. Metu will they read you. You will run. <laughs> wow! Let's call him Prof Sam. Prof Sam. <laughs> and his their their son was in the school too. Uh, Prof Sam's son was in the okay, school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we nicknamed him Ambuli. Ambuli. Stop one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the news service brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Reach us on 0800-003355. It's our new toll-free number. That means you don't pay to get in touch. You can also reach us on all social media platforms. We are here to serve. We're ready to work with you. We believe with you. And Total is innovating every day. Our lubricant bottle is user-friendly. The side handle makes it easy to carry and pour a redesigned cup, a new level, all to make your usage experience much better same superior quality oil in the modding premium bottle and i know you appreciate him you appreciate you play charlie the guy yeah he's singer by himself see before rappers started rapping about themselves he started singing about himself so that song, yeah. the song heavily inspired Joey B's. Joey B has a song called Cigarette. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And then heavily it was inspired. inspired by, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Jedouble Ambul. You know the first time I saw him, he was driving an Opel record. Record with a K. Charlie, to pack. This is those days we are doing. Those cars. Opel Vectra. Vectra. When you have Vectra, Omega. Yes. But I think it was record. Come and pack. Then go and meet some men and go discuss Mogotins. Nice car. Charlie, is neat. But, but, but speaking of inspiration, I watched yeah. CNN last night. I see you've inspired Chas. I've inspired Chas? Uh, no, no. You see, they met in Kumase and the edge You've inspired them to speak more good. <laughs> you've inspired <laughs> them. Yeah. No, no. You have and, inspired and, them. And this time, the minister <laughs> said, Yes, we'll do it. Okay. Yes. So I. I Mr. Didi apologize. You know, the, the Chas president actually is basically saying what we said. He said, The teachers want to concentrate on teaching, they don't want to be chasing money and food. So supply, and when he finished, the minister agreed with him. The minister spoke to uh, the mm. uh, city, so uh, to the media. Hey. Hey. So food will come. Okay, food will come. No, no, hey. the, minister, no, the, mini- no the minister said they are making arrangements so that the perennial shortages will change. So change. they are changing ah. the modus. Yeah, so he's working on it. He should work. He's so they are shortages. And you know that the, the the hero of the day is the Charles president. He was wearing a mask with Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee, yeah, you know Milwaukee yeah. box, yeah, that's the mask, <laughs> and he was wearing the top hat. He's a big man. Anyway, let's get to the headlines. Well, the, the headlines are all education, Bernard. Education. So go back to lecture theaters, mm. court orders you tag, and then also on the front page, bleaching among pupils worrying, according to the Central Regional Minister. EU votes two hundred and three million euros for three programs. Vice Presidents opens 3,000 free online courses and BOG lots Otumfo for role in economic development. Right. The Ghanaian Times says, go back to classrooms. Court orders UTAG. Residents of three communities commend IGP for fight against land guards. 17 new schools completed in the fight to eliminate schools under trees. Our agenda is better conditions for ser- better conditions of service for teachers, new NAT execs. And even though this is not on the front page, I'll mention this. Page 17 of the Ghanaian Times. Poultry Farmers Association decries shortage of maize. Stop it. Urges government to reduce exportation to neighboring countries. We'll get to it in a second. Front page of the Herald newspaper today says another darkness uncovered under a slow she contradicts Indians in Airtel Tigo acquisition deal. Speaker angry. Desperate NPP hunting for parliamentary seats in courtrooms. I think it should be hunting, not hunting. Mm. Police rubbishes Abronia's Al Qaeda coup claims against Mahama. Hmm. The finder says hmm. court orders Utah to call off strike. Abronia faces court today over false news offensive conduct. Dualization of Accra Kumasi Road begins next month. Jinapur donates 20,000 CDs to a PRT support fund. And to become a developed country, we must add value to hydrocarbons. That's according to the president. Front page of the Republic Press this morning also has Abronya on the front page as he's in police grips. Boga MP in court, and that is the case of Mr. James Jachukwes in Utah suffers setback as court places injunction on strike. Man in court for concealing we in ceiling and fridge. Uh, the Chronicle says Utah ordered back to lecture halls with role of military attachment. Togbega, is that is that it? Togbega Bagbin. Tiptoes to Upper West Chiefs for soccer. And using oil fine to enhance citizen welfare remains 
uh, robust or robust. That's according to the president. And Luke 12, 3 is the scripture for the morning. Whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight. And whatever you have whispered in the air, in the inner rooms, will be pro proclaimed from the roofs. Let me take you finally to the front page of the BNFT from me, Bernard. Government determined to track PFJ fertilizer supply. Also, the EU uh, voting 200 million uh, euros to support projects is on the front page of the paper as right. well. Okay, the New Crusading Guide and the publisher are my two papers. The New Crusading Guide says, Occupies, Occupy Ghana wades into E-Levy crosshair, proposes three strict conditions for implementation. Ghana, Guyana must bring oil resources to production quickly. The president is speaking. Uh -huh. Dr. Frank J's company pays 2 million CD license fees to operate Lotto to NLA. Mm. And coalition drags 14 state agencies to the dock for illegally rolling out COVID-19 vaccinations. All right. And the publisher says, Ghana, Guyana must add value to oil resources. Abronya sleeps in cells, faces court today over Mahama cool talk. Singadoya mm -hmm. angry over no bail. Odike fingers Nanado over impotency. And Asin Fosu residents praise government for chocolate day celebration. Citynewsroom.com, Abronya DC faces court today over false Coup plot against Mahama. Also, NLC secures injunction against UTAC strike. NLC says UTAC is bound by affidavit to resume work. Meanwhile, meeting between government transport operators over new fares ends inconclusively. In other stories, Asin North MP not hiding from prosecution, but due process must be followed. This is Haruna Idrisu. My journal line leads with, I do not want to be part of too many the many judgment debts for the country. This is Bagwin. We are not returning to the classroom on February 16th, Legon Utah president. Meanwhile, SHS postings out. GS announces confirmation of school selection for 2021 BEC candidates. Star FM is leading with E-Levy Brawl. NDC MPs fought for uh, democracy. Mahama to clergy. Also, police invite Abronio over coup claims against Mahama. And uh, Asin North MP pleads not guilty to perjury. Granted 100k bail. If you go to the Ghana News Agency, lead story... Court orders you to call of strike. Police response to crowd violence. Warring. This is Dr. Bukhari. And special prosecutor to conclude investigation into former PPA boss and two other cases soon. The Ghana report. Return to lecture halls. Court orders you That story is everywhere. I think we should start with that. Okay, let's start from the front page of the Daily Graphic. Then go back to lecture theatres. And it says that students of public universities can heave a temporary sigh of relief because the nearly five-week strike by UTAG has been put on hold by the Accra High Court. The Labour Division of the Accra High Court yesterday put an injunction on the strike after it upheld an interlocutory application by the National Labour Commission. Per the decision of the court, presided over by Justice Frank Abouadje Roxen, Utah is to suspend the strike immediately and go back to the lecture halls. In addition, the lecturers cannot embark on any strike until the final determination of an application filed at the court by the NLC. Mm. Delivering the ruling, Justice Roxen said the court, in its wisdom, had on two occasions advised the parties to settle the dispute out of court. Based on its directive, he said various rounds of negotiations had taken place between the government and UTAC and the indications that negotiations were still ongoing. It was the considered view of the court that it was in the interest of justice for an injunction to be placed on the strike for negotiations to continue unimpeded in line with Section 161 of the Labour Act 2003. Okay, page 16 of the Ghanaian Times. Nat is speaking and the new executives say the agenda is better conditions of service for teachers. Now, better conditions of service and the general welfare of teachers in the country is high on the agenda of NAT for the next four years. The newly elected NAT 
state national execs are also targeting improvements in the health care of its 246,000 members, especially regarding cancer and related diseases, following the acquisition of the Ghana of the Sweden Ghana Medical Center, a specialized cancer treatment facility in Accra. According to Nats National President, Reverend Isaac Wusu, good uh, corporate governance, collaboration with stakeholders, socioeconomic and professional development of its members will be pursued. Still on education, SHS postings out. GS announces confirmation of school selection for 2021 BEC candidate. This is uh, myjoinline.com. The Guy Education Service has announced confirmation of school selection for the 2021 BCE in a release signed by Head of Public Relations Unit Kasada Chumampofu. The GES stated that the candidates can verify and confirm school choices through bulk SMS, USSD, and online. And as part of measures to ensure smooth placement this year, the CSSPS Secretariat has made available the choice of schools selected for the 2021 BC candidates through bulk SMS, USSD messaging, and online verification. There's a, a release attached to the story. It just says that uh, parents, candidates, and teachers are to be informed that a bulk SMS of the school selection will be sent to the contact numbers mm. provided by candidates during the school selection. Candidates are to check and immediately notify their various heads of schools of any error found for corrections to be made. And then okay. they then give some other details that they say will commence today, the 16th of February, 2022. Okay, just a final bit on education. The Valco Trust Fund um, yesterday inaugurated 17 schools under the Zero Schools Under Trees project at a ceremony in Abomosu in the Tiwa West District of the Eastern Region. Now, valued at 324, or almost 325,000 each for the KG schools, 623,000 for each of the JHSs, and 762,000 CDs for the primary schools. The 17 inaugurated schools included 14 KGs, two JHSs, and one primary school. Moving away from education, No, Godfrey. we are not moving away from education. The Vice President has opened... Okay. Uh, an, an, an integrated learning program that will deliver 3,000 courses for youth professionals in the country at no cost. Now, it's to be based at the University of Ghana. It's called the Leiden Allison Integrated Online Program Center, and it is targeting secondary school leavers, graduates, and undergraduate workers. Nathan. All right. Page 17. Let's talk some uh, agriculture. Now, the National Poultry Farmers Association has called on the government to reduce maize exports saying the situation is denying the local industry of poultry feed for their beds. Mm. According to the National Chair of the Association, Mr. Victor Opon Ejay, by reducing exports to neighboring Burkina Faso, Mali, Nigeria, and Togo, there will be enough feed for poultry farmers to purchase to meet the protein needs of the country. Mr. Jay disclosed this during an exclusive interview with the Ghanaian Times last week on the issue of shortage of poultry feed experienced by poultry farmers last year. Mm -hmm. According to the chairman, the government's flagship PFJ was a good initiative which was meant to subsidize maize and other agricultural produce for local farmers and also boost the local poultry and agri sector, but noted it had not been the case since 2020. Well, a, a quick update also in agri The government is trying to track PFJ fertilizer supply we all know the story of smuggling um, mm -hmm. that has uh, eaten into that particular project. On page 3 of the BNFT says that government as part of its agricultural modernization program this year will create a database with a special feature for tracking fertilizer and seed distribution to farmers under PFJ. 
the electronic database according to provisions in this year's agricultural sector budget will ultimately seek to improve tracking targeting efficiency and transparency in public sector programs to the sector and reduce the more practices in mm. the distribution value chain before we go to all the court issues meeting between government transport operators of affairs ends inconclusively city news is reporting that the coalition of private transport operators and government are holding opposing positions on what should be the appropriate rate for the increment in transport fares expected to take effect in the coming weeks whereas the coalition wants not less than 20 percent government is talking about 10 percent the three-hour meeting the second to be held in one week ended in a stalemate as both parties held entrenched positions so we wait to see what happens now there's a number of court issues the asin north mp's case is being uh, granted bail there's also Abronia DC who's been uh, charged. I don't know if you have those stories. Uh, yeah, I have, have the Abronia DC story. Mm-hmm. Now, he has been charged with two counts of publication of false news mm. and offensive conduct conducive to the breach of peace. Now, Kwame Bafo, that's his name. He was arrested after he alleged that former President John Mahama wanted to stage a coup. He'll be arraigned today. In a statement signed by DSP Juliana Obeng of the Public Affairs Unit of the Accra Regional Police, the statement revealed that um, based on his comments, Mr. Bafo was invited, and according to the statement, preliminary investigations established that Mr. Bafo's claims against the former president were untrue and likely to occasion a breach of public peace. Now, the other issue is that the Asin North MP pleads not guilty to perjury, granted 100,000 CDs bail. The NDC member of parliament for Asin North has pleaded not guilty to five criminal charges. James Jachukwesen denied the charge of deceit of public officer, forgery of passport or travel certificates, knowingly making a false state to treat declaration, perjury and false declaration for office when he first appeared after the court had issued a criminal summons against him on February the 9th. The MP denied any wrongdoing to all five charges leveled against him. He was admitted to bail in the sum of 100,000 CDs with surety to be justified. He's also to, to deposit his passport at the registrar's uh, office. Meanwhile, Haruna Idrisu says the MP is not hiding from prosecution, but that due process must be followed. This follows difficulties in serving him with the summons. Let me take you to the uh, Herald and page 3 where uh, the paper is talking about the Minister of Communication and Digitalization, Madam Ursula Owusu uh, Ekufu and the Airtel Tigo acquisition. So, according to the story, the Speaker of Parliament has lamented the refusal of the Minister of Finance and the Minister of Communications and Digitalization to furnish the House with various contractual agreements signed by government agencies, including the one on the acquisition of Airtel Tigo, which was brokered since April last year. Mm. The Indian owners of the telecommunication company, Bati Airtel, had said that the Kufuadu government in November completed the takeover of the ownership of their network. This was disclosed during a regulatory filing to the Bombay Stock Exchange by Ghana's Minister of Communications and Digitalization as Lousu is announcing in February that the deal is in February 2022 that the deal is not yet concluded. Mm. Well, talking about the Speaker of Parliament, page 3 of the Chronicle, um, is saying, um, is asking if the Speaker has gone to Upper West Regional Chiefs for help. Now, five traditional councils in the Nadoli Kalu district in the Upper West Region have appealed to the president to immediately restore the military attachment to the office of the Speaker of Parliament, which was withdrawn last January. Addressing a news conference at Kalu last week, Friday, the chief said they believed in the president, who was the commander-in-chief of the Ghana Armed Forces, to call on the military high command to provide security for the speaker. All right, there are a few more stories. This one is on GNA. Police response to crowd violence worrying. This is in relation to the latest incidents we've seen 
in Tamale. Now, this is GNA Dr. Kadiri Bukare, research fellow for at the Development Department of Peace, University of Cape Coast, has described the police response to crowd violence as worrying. He noted that the service way of handling crowds was increasingly causing disaffection to the personnel needing a new look. Now, this advice comes on the back of the clash between the police and residents of Lamishegu in the northern region on Sunday following an alleged shooting of a 24-year-old man by the police. Dr. Booker, in an interview with GNE, said the negative fallout from such encounters were reaching the tipping point and said it was time the police hierarchy reconsidered the innovative ways to reduce brutalities and casualties. And then the story then gives some background to that particular case. Let me take it to the central region where the central regional minister, Mrs. Justina Marigoldasan, has expressed worry mm. about the rising incidence of bleaching among pupils in mm. some basic schools in the central region. Hey. According to the situation, was a problem that needed to be dealt with before it destroyed the health of the children. She was addressing a stakeholder's engagement with Queen Mothers in the region last Monday. She said it was bad enough that the region was grappling with the high incidence of adolescent pregnancies that the issue of bleaching among some pupils in the region further threatened the health of those young people. All right, let's get into the Bono East region. This story is quite serious. One dead, four injured in Kwame Danso fire tender accident. And the story is pretty sad. One person has been confirmed dead while four fire officers left in criminal condition following an accident involving a motorcycle and a fire tender at a section of the Kwame Danso Atebubu Road. The accident involved occurred at around 10.40 a.m. on Wednesday, on Tuesday, February 15, when the motorbike rider carelessly crossed the fire tender responding to a distress call in Atebubu. And um, according to the police, the fatal accident occurred when a motorbike rider crossed the fire tender in an attempt to avoid hitting and killing him. The fire truck then lost its balance and somersaulted thrice on the highway, landing on its roof in a nearby bush. The truck is badly damaged. Drivers who chanced on the accident when it happened helped to convey the critically injured crew to the Atibubu Government Hospital. Four have been referred to the Chiman Family Hospital for treatment. One person died on the spot. Well, let me take you to the EU, Bernard. They have voted quite a significant amount of money to support growth projects in Ghana. That's on page two of the BNFT. And they've committed 203 million euros to be spread across seven years to undertake projects that will support governments in job creation and growth efforts, smart and sustainable cities projects, mm-hmm. and good governance and security. And this is coming from the EU ambassador to Ghana, Mr. Echard Razali. Okay, and I think we will leave it here. Thank you very much, Nathan. Thank you very much, Godfrey. Coming up next is the City Business News. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. So it's 6.56. The City Business News is coming up shortly. Brought to you by GCB. It's time to be a G with G Money. It's the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet in town. And there's also the Win Like a G promo. You can win monthly rewards or a brand new saloon car as a grand prize. Visit any G-Money agent or GCB branch, perform transactions, build points, win big. You can win a fridge, an AC, or a brand new car. G-Money agents are not left out. The more customers you sign up, the more transactions you perform, the better your chances of winning. Be a G GCB bank. And Gold is also rewarding prepaying go-card users with two pesos discounts per liter on fuel. There are also lit discounts on lubricants and free life insurance cover from My Life Insurance. Accrue and contribute loyalty points to a social group, fund an approved CSR project, and above all, enjoy exclusive Gold-branded campaign gifts. Visit the Gold station to get a go-card or go online or social media to start the process. And MTN is rewarding you with loads and loads of gifts this season 
Just keep talking, browsing and texting and qualify for MTN rewards. We're gifting you discounts on some of your favorite restaurants and stores and allowing you to redeem airtime. Dial star 550 high. Get your MTN reward today. MTN everywhere you go. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. I'm Anita Kisimikulesa, so for the details of our stories. President Okufo-Addo says Ghana is still struggling to get more local companies to participate in the oil and gas industry years after laws allowing local content were enacted. The president was speaking at this year's International Energy Conference and Expo in Guyana. Ghana's local content policy is geared towards a progressive and comprehensive integration of Ghanaian citizens into all aspects of Ghana's oil and gas industry to ensure the benefits of the industry are maximized for Ghanaians. In his address to the gathering at the Expo, President Okufo-Addo stated, the government was doing all it could to encourage more local participation in the country's oil and gas industry. A major challenge we've been confronted with is how to develop the oil and gas industry with optimal local content and participation, enhance national development and create jobs. We resolve that the involvement of Ghanaians in the exploitation of oil and gas resources could be achieved through mandatory local content in all aspects of petroleum activities. Hence, our local content and local participation policy was adopted in 2010. We've been relatively successful in creating skilled and internationally competitive domestic suppliers through this law. It is important to note that Ghana's local content law is not about nationalization of the petroleum sector or a protectionist initiative, but a vehicle for partnering investors to develop domestic capacity that will bring mutual benefits to the investors and the citizens of the country who own the resources and thereby ensure social harmony and cohesion. President Okufo-Addo speaking there. Moving on, managers of the Ghana Stock Exchange are optimistic the local bursts will make positive gains this year. After the Ghana Stock Exchange's three-year run on negative returns, the burst returned to 43.66% for investors at the end of 2021. Speaking at a press briefing in Accra, Managing Director of the GSE Echo Afeji attributed the impressive performance to positive investor confidence fooled by strong earnings accounts. There is more on this report. The Ghana Stock Exchange Composite Index, a market capitalization weighted index which reflects the average performance of shares of all listed companies, has recorded mixed returns in the past decade. Recorded returns for investors between 2018 and 2020, however, have all been negative. 2018 saw the Ghana Stock Exchange GSC return negative 0.5% in terms of value for investors, while the year 2019 saw the GSC return negative 12.25% for investors of listed equities, mainly due to the impact of the financial sector cleanup, among other factors. The trend continued for the first three quarters of 2020, with investors getting a return of negative 17.8% on listed equities from January to September. 
However, the last quarter of 2020 saw a reversal of fortunes as the consistent quarterly losses in the year was halted with the fourth quarter seeing the local birds rebound by as much as 5.2%. The story was different in 2021 as the Ghana Stock Exchange returned 43.66% in value for investors at the end of 2021. Despite this, activities on the Ghana Stock Exchange slowed down in the first month of 2022 compared to last year as both both the stock and the debt market witnessed significant drops in volumes and values traded. Speaking at a press briefing in Accra, Managing Director of the Ghana Stock Exchange, Eko Afeji, said he is optimistic the local birds will post positive returns this year as well. If you looked at last year, for instance, we didn't see interest rates falling that sharply. But then we saw listed companies doing well earnings, and also we saw uh, some visibility that we're doing a lot. Uh, to bring the market closer to investors and therefore we had more investors being attracted to the market. That trend, I believe, will continue. We'll continue educating people. We'll continue giving the market visibility. And I can assure you that once we see the economy also doing well, the market will also follow what is happening in the economy. As we speak, we're in February. We haven't received the financial results of the listed companies. Uh, we'll be getting a lot more of the audited by end of March. And that is when you can see the trend in terms of the financials of the listed companies. And that can have a major, major influence on what is happening uh, to, the, to the equity uh, market. January is down, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be down forever. That was the managing director of the GSE Echo Afeji ending that report. Meanwhile, about seven state-owned institutions have been shortlisted for possible listing by the Ghana Stock Exchange this year. This follows a review of the performance of these state entities who have been making losses since 2015. Speaking during a press briefing in Accra, Deputy Managing Director of the Ghana Stock Exchange, Abna Amwa, noted that the move forms part of efforts to make state entities profitable and capable of contributing significantly to the development of the country. The GSE and SIGA have formed two committees, a steering committee and a technical committee. And throughout the second half of 2010 and all of last year, we were to review about 10, uh, 30 companies. Out of that, we came out with a fair short list of about 18 companies. And we've narrowed down to the first seven companies that we believe are market ready. Many of these companies, government of Ghana owns 100% in them. There are some of them in the larger group that are JV with other private sectors. So we have done a paper, presented it to the Ministry of Finance. It will go for the shareholder, which is government of Ghana through the Ministry of Finance and the Minister of Public Enterprises, to approve this first seven so that they can decide and accept and then put them on the market. Again, we are working with our brokers to ensure this happens. Getting uh, a company on the market means that those of us in this room, all of us who've contributed in our pensions, must be ready, must be attractive, so that we are confident to put our money into these companies. You heard there the Deputy Managing Director of the Ghana Stock Exchange, Abna Amor. Now, the newly sworn-in board chair of the Ghana Civil Aviation Authority, GCAA, says it will work to build cohesion among staff 
of the entity, workers of the authority have in the past embarked on industrial actions over various concerns, including the continuous encroachment of private developers on lands reserved for operations of the GCAA. This, they believe, affects the smooth communication between airlines and the air traffic services. Speaking during the inauguration, the board chair, Captain Powis Spencer, says he and his team will ensure a smooth relationship between management and staff. We would want to assure you that we will continue to maintain and strengthen those enviable records that have been achieved over the years. Our effort solely be to strengthen the policy direction of the authority in ensuring that the government agenda of making Ghana an ambition is achieved. The board will seek to establish spirit decor among staff and management of the Ghana Civil Aviation Authority for smooth management of affairs. As a board, we shall ensure that a conducive environment is established to leverage the years of experience of our esteemed members. Together with the GCA management and staff, we will create that single synergy to ensure that we continue to achieve progressively positive results. That was the board chair of the Ghana Civil Aviation Authority, Captain Paul Spencer. Let's now join Julian Hammer of Databank for more on the topic, understanding risk tolerance and why you need to know yours. When you invest, you make decisions about how much risk to take. We call this risk tolerance, and it has two sides. One, how much risk you're willing to take based on your personal comfort level, and two, how much risk you are able to take based on your financial situation. There are several important questions to ask when you're determining your risk tolerance. They include, how long do you plan to invest? What is your investment goal? How much can you afford to lose and still be on track to hit your goals? Generally, the higher the potential investment return or reward, the higher the risk. Stocks or equity funds offer a potentially higher return, but they're also riskier. If you've purchased a stock listed on the Ghana Stock Exchange and the company is unsuccessful and goes bankrupt, you could lose all your money. But if they're successful, you could see higher returns. With an equity mutual fund, your risk is spread out a bit more because the fund is investing in multiple companies at the same time and so the likelihood of all companies underperforming is reduced. At DataBank, our team is here to help you learn more about investing. So invest wisely. Invest with DataBank. That was Julian Hammer of DataBank, and that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal and GCB Bank, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Anita Kisimoku. Do have a good business day. City 97.3. More variety. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
Benjamin Nketiah here with kickoff in the headlines this morning. Parliamentary Committee on Youth, Culture and Sports begin Black Stars AFCON probe today. And National Sports Authority ask government COVID task force to review 25% stadium quota in the UEFA Champions League. PSG beat Real Madrid on day one and later tonight Liverpool take on Inter Milan. Let's get to the details now. And Chairman of the Youth Sports and Culture Committee of Parliament, Johnson Kweku Edu, has stated that the House is interested in unraveling the cause of Ghana's poor performance at the AFCON. Ghana's Black Stars were eliminated at the group stage after recording their worst performance at the AFCON by finishing bottom of Group C without winning a match. The committee will begin sitting from today um, to question individuals that played key roles in the country's participation. Ghanaians were expecting better performance from the Black Stars. And the performance cannot come out from sky from anywhere, apart from the fact that the, it, the, the GFE, the technical team, the ministry and the national sports, they have the mandate to in making sure that the Ghana Black Stars perform better. So if they perform abysmally pure, then it behoves on the committee to draw these bodies before the committee and then find out why the abysmal performance of the blaster. So after the investigation, then we will know exactly what happened to contribute to the poor performance and then probably suggest some remedies. Because what we know is that Ghana government actually uh, provided all that he needed to provide. So why is it that they perform pure? So it's upon this basis that we are asking the GFA, the Ministry and the National Authority to come and explain to the committee. So you had the chairman of the um, Parliamentary uh, Committee on Youth, Sports and Culture, Johnson Kwekwedu, speaking there. Let's get to some other stuff still, Black Stars related. And former Nigeria captain Austin J.J. Okocha has described the upcoming 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifying playoff match between Ghana and Nigeria as a pride match that won't be easy. Now, Ghana faced the Super Eagles for a place in Qatar 2022 with the first leg scheduled for Cape Coast on March 24 and the return leg booked for March 27 in Abuja. Victory over two legs will secure one of Africa's five tickets at November's global showpiece. Now, Ghana versus Nigeria's match is never an easy one, Okocha says. It is more about the rivalry. It is a pride match in a bragging right one. What is more important is to get the ticket. It doesn't matter how, even if we don't play beautiful football, what is important is getting the ticket to the World Cup in Qatar. It is the result that matters. So, those are the words of Austin JJ Okocha. Now, Nigerian uh, journalist uh, Kenny Ogumiloro has also echoed um, the sentiments of Austin JJ Okocha, who says that Nigerians are feeling nervous ahead of the big game. Oh, the way you guys are feeling is the same way we are feeling. Um, you are jittery. Nigeria is also jittery. Uh, forget that Ghanaians didn't do well at the African Cup of Nations. Anytime it is Nigeria versus Ghana, we know it's always a different ball game. Uh, I think uh, what happened in the past is not going to play any part in this game. Uh, Ghana versus Nigeria, always a cracker, tough nut, a tough nut to crack for the two nations. Rivalry comes into place. And of course, the battle for who is a better playing nation definitely will come into play once again between Nigeria and Ghana. We have a whole lot of respect for Ghana. Just like I told you earlier, 
forget what happened at the African Cup of Nations for the two nations. When it is Nigeria versus Ghana, we know what to expect. Even if Ghana is losing against other nations, they will never want to lose against Nigeria. And we are very, very aware of this. That is why this game is very, very important. The same way you are jittery in Ghana, playing the Super Eagles, we are also jittery in Nigeria ahead of the game against Ghana. So that was Nigerian sports journalist Kenny Ogumiloro who works for Fresh FM in Ibadan in Nigeria. Let's get to some other news in the National Sports Authority has written to the government's COVID-19 task force to consider reviewing the current 25% capacity arrangement currently in place for football matches in the country. Now in January 2021, government granted permission for football stadiums across the country to admit up to 25% capacity, a revision from the no fans at stadia directive that came into effect at the height of the coronavirus pandemic however more than a year since the 25 percent capacity directive stakeholders have urged government to relax the rule to allow more fans into the grounds now ahead of sunday's super clash between hearts of oak and asante kotoko in accra the nsa has written to the task force to ask them to scrap the existing arrangement and instead introduce different measures that are equally geared towards controlling the spread of the virus so that's what's going on as far as the um, stadia capacity uh is concerned let's get to some other news and asante kotoko head coach Prospanate says the club has adequate backup to replace youngster joseph amwako who left to join swedish side helsenburg if last week the 19 year old joined the swedish top division side on a six-month loan deal with an option to make it permanent he made his debut over the weekend coming on as a 78 minute substitute in a 4-2 friendly defeat to danish side fc norzland now prospanate expects kotoko to fully function without their young attacker we'll miss his services but the fact is he's gone so what we have to do is to make sure that um we, we, we look for a replacement. But then, if you even look at the team, for a very long time, he was out of the team. Uh, he wasn't an active member, a key member of the team. So he, he's a good quality player, which we all know. But then uh, I think that his absence isn't going to create a vacuum uh, in the team. There are players there who are playing in that position. I mean, George Infige is playing there. Uh, Dexon Afuakwa is there. We have Safu Taylor, uh, Amankuna. We have a lot of players who can play as typical wing wingers and then who can also double up as wing strikers. So you heard Asante Kotoko head coach Prosper Nateo Gum speaking there. Let's head over to Europe because there was some spicy action in the Champions League last night. Let's get to the UEFA Champions League and let's begin from the Parc de Prince because that's where Paris Saint-Germain were up against Real Madrid Football Club and it was Kylian Mbappe who saved the blushes of PSG by scoring in injury time to give them an advantage heading into the second leg after Lionel Messi had missed a penalty. In the other game between Sporting Lisbon and Manchester City, Manchester City will consider themselves already at the next stage of the competition after they ran route beating uh, Sporting by five goals to nil. Let's get some reaction from Manchester City head coach Pep Guardiola. Absolutely. Don't misunderstand me. I'm more than the light. I know how difficult it is competition and 0-5 is fantastic, but today we were so, so clinical. The right goal, the right goal, the right goal. And when this happens, it's difficult to tough for the opponent. 
but our build-up, we didn't read it well. With the space was in left side, and we didn't proper good. And Joao missed a lot, a lot of balls, like normally did happen. And and we can allow them to make a transition. They are so dangerous. And just take a look, the first five, six minutes before the goal, how switch of players, runners, switch of players, runners. And um, but uh, yeah, we defend well, and we we got an incredible, incredible result. But perform individually, collectively, not just the result. The result is a dream. Pep Guardiola, Manchester City head coach. He says the result is a dream. Let's get to the action that will be happening today. Inter Milan Football Club, they will be up against Liverpool. Trent Alexander-Arnold is Liverpool right back and he has been speaking ahead of the big game. I think cup competitions are a completely different ball game. Um, so yeah, we, you know, every competition we're in, we believe we can win, especially the Champions League. Um, how much have we improved? We, we've improved as a team. We've learned, you know, more how to win, um, how to adjust. We've had bad moments, good moments in the, in the competition. Um, but it's about it's about making sure we win our games. That's the important thing. Um, easier said than done, but we uh, we believe we can we can do that. So Liverpool right fullback Trent Alexander-Arnold speaking there. In the other game that's to be played, Salzburg will be up against Bayern Munich Football Club. And let's catch some recap from the EPL action that happened last night. Manchester United, they were in action against Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, goals from Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes sealing all three points for Manchester United. Let's get some reaction from United manager Ralph Rangnick. Big, but we still have uh, quite a few games to play. Obviously, after the last three games with three draws, uh, two of them at home and in all three games being 1-0 up, this was a very important win. And even more so after the first half of today. Today, for a change, we had a better second half than the first half. Um, and in the second half, it paid off that we were more aggressive, that we were trying to intercept and to attack them in higher positions. Um, yeah, and therefore, yes, highly important win for us. Manchester United head coach Ralph Rangnick speaking there. Let's finish off with some NBA before we go. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, they lost to the Atlanta Hawks 116-124. The Dallas Mavericks won on the road against the Miami Heat. The uh, Sixers were beaten at home by the Celtics 135-87. An absolute blowout win there. The Milwaukee Bucks were winners against the Pacers. The Timberwolves also won against the Charlotte Hornets. So that's how we end this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inket. Our kickoff was brought to us by Lechego. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. What are you doing? You're always giving me excuses. I'm always taking care of the children. All you know is music, music. I hate you. Camino.
732 City Breakfast Show and I want to give up. University students What are you saying today? The court has granted the injunction But we are not really sure don't know what to celebrate we, are not, or not. we are not really That's sure No, but we are not even sure If what you tag is going to do That's what I'm saying So the university students cannot celebrate yet They don't know what to do How many weeks has it been since we Five. Five. Five weeks but you know, It means it's salvageable but I, you know, it just means you have to do Saturday and Sunday lectures. <laughs> you know, when, when your teachers go on strike, initially it worries you. Mm-hmm. After a few weeks, you say, Charlie, you want to sleep. Now, when they say they are coming back, you don't uh, know, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I know one of them is not too excited. All right, a few quick requests. Good morning, Kobi Dankwa of the University of Ghana, born 16 February, giving thanks to God, friends, and family for seeing us through. I ask for more grace and mercy for the following year and more Sadiq Adams alias Paradise Unapo Adams you are the administrative manager for the Asin Man Nursing and Midway Free Training College Asin Fosu God bless you Wishing Gilbert Abeku agrees Santana of OKFM and Kayato say happy birthday coming from Jimmy Chris. I want to join myself to this request. Abeku Santana, happy birthday to you, bro. You're a big man. Happy birthday to my daughter Karis Kekeli Amadede Kukubo of Achimata Basic Class 4 Green. It's my prayer you grow to do the works of the one who sent you. God bless your new age from that Mr. Kukubo. Happy birthday, Esther Adei Kwashi. On this day, I thank God for your life and keeping you all these years. You've been a pillar of strength and a pillar and a prayer warrior and a wise counselor throughout my life. As for many, it's no wonder we call you Manye Esther. May you live long and uh, may God increase you in health, well-being and in your age. So that's coming in from your daughter. Uh, I think it's is that now or you? Yes, I think it is. And the rest of the family. God bless you, madam. 
that's manye esther Bena, please wish my mother mrs gladys avevo a blessed birthday please let her know she's the best part of our lives we love her dearly from all the children also wishing my dad kurt Kenston Sir, aka Batman, a glorious 76th birthday. God richly bless you. We are proud of you from your four children Gordon Sir, Kenston Park, Kwesi Sir, Clarence Wilson Adazua, and Abigail Mami Araba, and your grandchildren Dollar Pound and Euro. Well, let me say happy birthday to a special friend. Um, our mentor, we all call him Mentor Mentor. Mm. He went to Presec. He's one of the finest builders in this country. Teddy Pepra. He's traveled the length Teddy and breadth Pepra. of the country. Teddy Pepra. He's an all-round good guy. Teddy Pepra. His name is Teddy. Teddy John Pepra. Kwabna Pepra. Ah, it's today's birthday. Yeah, today's today is his 50th birthday. birthday. Today is AKA, the day. He's 50. Yeah, man. Yes, yes, yes. A.K.A. Yeah. Agunan Sabah Bill Gates. It doesn't A. look 50. A.K.A. Agunan Sabah Schwarzenegger. A.K.A. Agunan Sabah Elon Musk. Happy birthday to you, Teddy. Oh, From Teddy, all of us Teddy, to happy you, birthday man. to you. Teddy, you're a big man. Teddy, you're a big man. Happy sixth birthday to Selinam Kobla Hugo Pedo. Yeah. From your parents, Edwin and Akushika. Hey. Better today's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday to the woman who brought light to my life and made my life complete. Angela Amedo. May the Lord bless you from Selom Jameshi. All right, another one coming in, Bernard. Please, I'd like to make a birthday request for my husband, a champon to two. From his wife and son, Carly and Adobrimpon Tutu, Eiffel Global, and from our families. Very nice, may the lines fall for you in pleasant places now and always. We love you so much. A champon Tutu, from your wife and your son. Seven thirty-eight. All the requests were brought to you by Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk, taking you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. A great compliment to all your beverages, including tea, coffee, Gary Stokings, mash cake, and all your cereals. Contains all the essential vitamins in the milk with vegetable fat. Available at all girls shops, shell shops, Bachona Total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. We'll be talking roots on the show later this morning. Some members of the roots committee in parliament 
want to make a representation i've given them the chance so as they come would we'll give them a question a question and answer session happy belated birthday to harry victor obey live at milton kings in the uk a cousin of mine yesterday was your birthday you live long somebody's already sent a message Bernard, please ask them for me why those of us who live at Ukuigono, we need some help the dust is too much the contractor has pulled the road and he's left it like that we will do what we gonna do. Also wishing the CSO <laughs> think tank premier <laughs> Franklin Kujo a happy birthday. Oh Franklin, Franklin, your man. Uye uye nipa. Hey, you be big man. From St. Mary's in Lolo Bipa to Imani, Charlie, you are a champion. Franklin Kujo. Franklin Kujo. You're a big man. From, no, from St. Mary Lolo B to Pope John's to Tech. Uh, he did land economy. Lolo B, is it in the Sand Trophy? Yeah, no, they have their. So he, he doesn't have a presentation. Franklin Kujo. <laughs> wait, you know, the, you know, to be fair, yesterday, uh-huh. um, Kofi Adams asked. In parliament, mm. what was going to happen to Sal? Or is it Buem? I forget. I think Buem, mm-hmm. one of the constituencies, was it Guan? They gave them, they gave them a district yesterday or something. I don't know if Franklin Kujo is from there. Actually, he is from. Yeah, he's from Sal. Yeah, he's from so Santo Kofi Akpafu. Yeah, he's from Sal. Likpe and Lolobi. Yes. So he's from the second L. Yes. He's from where? The Guem Buem district, Guan district. That thing is confusing me. Okay, Franklin, you happy birthday. We just yes, did that. by this time, we pray that you have an MP. So, so yes, let's take it one by one. Your people are well represented in governance. So let's and take the it development one by one. you are looking for against your people. So the Buem, sorry, you are confusing me. Sal uh-huh. has a, a district. A district. Uh-huh. It's a district now. Santo Kofi, Akpafu, Lulubi, and Likpe. But they don't have an MP. They don't have an MP, but they have a district. But, but the Kofi Adams one was what? Guan, they've given them a district. They they were he is the MP for for Buem, and they've created Guan District and their neighbors. He, this is very serious. Try and clarify the thing for me. So Franklin Kujo, happy birthday to you, and um, God bless you. We, you've added a new dimension to what we do. I mean, look, the whole idea of think tank that does the way you do it. You know, when he started in money, people were like, Charlie, what is this? What is this? I, mean, I didn't even know what his money was. I thought yeah. it was some fashion clothes, something. <laughs> you know, but they've done very well. How long have, have they been in the system? Over a decade. Yes. They've, they've done very well. Nobody can say in money. You know, and for lines. me, what they've done, which I like, is that they are able to churn out an opinion very quickly, which yeah. is factual or researched. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with everything they say. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with some of the things the they pursue. They but I think they've enriched the conversation. They've yes. provided a strong intellectual... Yes. Uh, the policy space is much yes, better yes for the presence of Iman. i'm telling you and f- i think franklin kujo has done a great job he's done a fantastic job. franklin kujo bright simmons kofi bentil Selom Brantier, small group yeah but they are they are killers charlie <laughs> 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 the lecture killers 
maybe one day I should go and do an internship there for like mm-hmm. two weeks to see how to also become sharp like Franklin Kujo and his crew. Meanwhile, Absa Corporate Investment Banking has experience, expertise and reach to ensure that together you can put your business at the forefront of the financial world positively impact the communities in which you operate and empower your global vision speak to the bank with the bravery to imagine and the will to get things done today that's africana city that's absa corporate and investment banking visit absa.com.gh you know what's funny two of the birthday requests remind me of my investing days Kojo. Mm-hmm. when i was in level 300 we went to agonan sabah for missions work and i, I like the town i really like the town i'm going there today and then when we when i was in level 200 yeah we went to Buem, yeah jasikan yeah which is very close to what what we are talking about so i was with agudan sabah uh, elon musk in jasikan i think two or three months ago oh you've been, you've been jasikan recently yeah? yeah how is the road though uh it depends on you were, were you coming from the south or from the we north coming from the north ah, I've been te- you see with my experience touring the country mm. the road is as good as the car you are driving <laughs> <laughs> That's so why sometimes I, I feel that okay. um, those who must work on the roads mm. are not seeing the high priority areas mm-hmm. because if you are driving certain cars, you really don't feel the impact. Mm. So, so for example, um, I did Kintampo, mm-hmm. Bono is practically to Savannah region. It's a very short distance, mm. but the road has been done to a certain point, and the rest is just dust. Okay, um, people on that stretch need to access the savannah area for um farming and marketing activities people here also need to come here but the road is not that so we need to pay attention to that to our roads and i like that the roads people are coming let's let's ask them what's happening with the cocoa rose project mm-hmm. over six billion ghana cities worth of projects we said we're auditing we said we're canceling we, we, it's it's never clear when it comes to these things. Hopefully, you get that clarity and our this morning. Representatives coming today must tell us where where where, where the issues are. Where, where where are the issues? So, quick clarification: the Buem constituency is one of the constituencies represented in Parliament of Ghana. Uh, it's in the Jasikan district of the Oti region. Now, the Guan district comprises areas such as Santokofi, Akbafulolobi, and Likpe. With its district capital at Likpe Mate. It was created following a legislative instrument laid in Parliament by the Minister of Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development in 2019. Right? Since then, it's been without an administrative district after the OT region was carved out of the Volta region. So I think that clarifies the matter. All right, a quick follow up. Yesterday, we listed a number of things that we felt were either in arrears or had delayed payments, of which the national food buffer stock debt the debt that the uh, the old suppliers because they hadn't been paid the secondary schools 30 percent were two of the key things we mentioned well the conference of assisted senior high schools chas chas is appealing and this is only yesterday as if we knew to the ministry of education and the ges to within this week within this week ensure that enough food is distributed to all schools across the country to avert a food shortage the president of chas abubakar yakub told newsmen that even though the distribution of food has begun in some schools the food is not enough to sustain the students throughout their stay for the term Hmm. here's a report from the meeting where this happened the meeting was to enable managers of schools 
to put across their concerns to the education minister for solutions. President of CHAS, Alhaji Yaqub Abubakar, says the supply of food must be done in full complement to avoid disruption of academic activities in senior high school. We've already made them aware that we need to sit and do proper planning and ensure that some of these things go to the schools before school reopen. That way you can do a better management of your school. Or else for now you will find a lot of heads engaged in the issues of food when heads should rather concentrate to see how they can get quality outcomes as far as education is concerned at our school levels. So we are hoping that the authorities will listen to us and moving forward, it wouldn't happen this way again. Before the schools reopen, food are brought to the school, monies are brought to the school, then we can take off very smoothly. Charles is also concerned about the inadequate furniture and beds in senior high schools for students. Some schools cannot even receive Form 1s if they are not supplied with furniture before the Form 1s come to school. We've made them aware of that. Beds in the various dormitories are also in short supply. We've drawn their attention to that. Then benches and tables at the dining hall. You know, previously, parents were helping us to get these things all. But with the inception of the fridge, it says, it is now the burden on government to provide all this. So we've made them aware that they should ensure that we get this. Or else, the phone ones may come to school and they will not have furniture to sit in the classrooms. They will be in the dormitories and will not have beds to sleep on. And we don't like such a thing to happen. The minister here too has given us the assurance that they will work and and ensure that these things are brought to the schools before the 4th of April when the phone ones will be expected in our schools. Education Minister Dr. Yao Osei Edutum assured government will address these concerns. Uh, the key opportunities uh, is the fact that we are coming up with new ways of making sure that they get the resources that they need uh, to run their schools well. Of course, like any human institution, uh, some may talk about when is the f uh, food distribution, and we set up a system that will enable us to track uh, the food distribution. One thing that is going to be done this year is that uh, we are now going to give them the list of all the food items that they should be receiving. So if the items are not in, they will be able to know that we're supposed to get 1,000 bags of rice, we have this amount, and therefore uh, the buffer stock should be giving us are the remainder and then we can all work together on it so that's a new way of doing business in terms of food supply in our schools all right i think that's progress Charles is telling government openly to make sure there's enough food and also enough furniture within this week so there's a bit of urgency attached to that call because schools are reopening and this confirms some of the points we made yesterday Well, the other thing that we did not talk about, which has come up today, is the complaint about maize. But it's almost become commonplace, you know. So poultry farmers, we need more maize. Stop the export of maize. Fertilizer suppliers have not been paid. You know, it's almost as if every day there's a problem in the sector. But I just wanted to highlight it again, just to remind the authorities. The, the, the cycle can be averted if government listens to the farmers early so we don't have to get to may june and then start saying oh we don't have enough beds then by christmas there isn't enough poultry we have to import and everything so we're just pleading with the government based on what the poultry farmers have said
I think you read the story today. Yes. What, what paper was it? It in? was in the Ghanaian Times. And what, page are they, 17. what are they basically so saying? So essentially, they are saying that uh, government should look at the exports of maize to neighboring countries, Togo, Nigeria, Benin, Burkina Faso, because they feel that the more maize that leaves the country, it makes their situation in terms of producing feed a bit more precarious. Um, they mm. admit that, of course, PFG was set up to help show up some of these things, but they still feel that the exportation is heavily hampering the the availability of uh, maize which goes into the feed mm-hmm. for poultry and then has this very huge knock-on effect mm. on the local uh, poultry industry. Let's not forget that one of the main um, outcomes of PFG was to help sustain the local poultry industry and even give it a bit more muscle mm. so that it could be a, it could be more visible or felt a bit more among consumers. So they are mm. saying that now if one of your objectives is that, mm-hmm. then how come we are not regulating or looking at the exports of maize? Because it is affecting their business, which kind of counteracts or it goes Is it that the people the, who buy it abroad or buy the maize in other countries pay more for it? That is my suspicion. I remember months ago when this conversation first started, I had... Um, several messages on the side, people who were involved in um, them, who are in the the value chain in terms of maize products, some of the suppliers, and they say that you have all kinds of people showing up in other countries, presenting more money to the farmers, giving them better offer for better offers for their produce. And as logical as they are, they will, you know, give their produce to those people who are offering. You know, what's confusing me about this story is that I know that, um, Previously, the government said they were not importing maize because we produce enough maize. Okay. And that seems to be corroborated by the fact that they are exporting maize. All right. So, for poultry farmers, they don't have enough maize. Is it a, is it a yellow type of maize? You know what I'm saying? Because if you produce enough maize to the extent that you're even exporting it, mm-hmm. your, is, is, I think it's your, ex, your surplus that you export, right? Yes. So, if you're exporting maize, why are poultry farmers saying they don't have maize? Or is it a special kind of maize? Could you, can you help me here? I, I, <coughs> the dynamics are... A bit some way. Or maybe they import yellow corn and then we export normal corn. Not even just that. Um, there are different things happening. As we speak, I know that over the past like 12 months, we imported maize into this country. Mm. Um, the previous year, just around COVID, when we were told that we didn't import maize, that year we did a lot of maize in the country. Now, as to whether we export surplus or not, it's, it's, it's not the case. When buyers come from wherever and they have money and farmers need cash they will buy mm. um yesterday i was at Oberpark in techiman for example Oberpark deals in um vegetables mm-hmm. primarily onions and garlic mm-hmm. they have built storage such that they can store enough onions for about three four five six months mm-hmm. so when there's a glut as a private business they will store Mm-hmm. and release into the market gradually and stabilize the prices. When the government says we've produced enough, mm-hmm. do we have enough storage? The so-called licensed buyers that NAFCO said they had been commissioned to buy maize and store for Ghana to ensure our, uh, our full security, are they in existence and are they actually buying when there is a glut? Do they have the funds to buy from the farmers such that if somebody comes from some other place holding money, they won't sell to them? Mm-hmm. So the dynamics are a lot of different things. Not that we produced enough and they are selling surplus. Or uh, what support do we even give to poultry farmers such that they can also buy stock and keep? 
what kind of financial support do we give to people in, in that value chain, mm -hmm. poultry farmers, processors, mm -hmm. so that they can buy and keep? Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. At the height of the maize season, when there's mm -hmm. a lot of maize, mm -hmm. prices will be like 80, 90, 100. Mm -hmm. And then when the stocks are running out, it goes all the way up to some 150, sometimes 170, sometimes 180. NAFCO's mandate, if I know it to be true, is to ensure that we mop up grain supply and food supply such that mm. we stabilize prices. Mm. Is that mandate being met? Are we financing them? Are we financing yeah, them to meet that mandate? That's yeah. that's and then number two, within the year under review, Ankasa, did we even produce enough maize? Mm -hmm. And number three, those businesses investing in the right areas to be able to produce all year round. What support do we give them? Let mm -hmm. me give you an example. About a month ago, the Savannah Regional Minister went to the Babato Farming Company mm -hmm. to go and see the work they do. So they do a lot of irrigation with, with four pivots. Each pivot is 72 hectares, mm -hmm. so times about 2.5. That's how big their acreage is, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have electricity there. So they run on diesel. Mm. And a day, they can run on hundreds of gallons of diesel. Mm -hmm. So an enclave which should be paying, say, 30,000 Ghana cities a month for power. It's paying 300,000 cities a month for power alone. Mm -hmm. These ought to run there. Do we look at such institutions? Because it is institutions like that that can guarantee all-year-round production of maize, mm. all-year-round production of soya, mm. all-year-round production of onions, all-year-round production of bananas, all-year-round production of plantains. So, so when we talk about some of these things, the poultry farmers are speaking, yes, there are some people buying into Burkina and other places, but, but this is the trick. Some of them will buy and go and store. And then when there is no maize in the system, they will bring it back to us at a higher cost. I see. All these things happen in the system. So the issues are not just one way. There are different things at play mm. when it comes to dealing with some of these things. All right. Meanwhile, the government is saying that it is doing <coughs> something with PFG fertilizer. Yes, yes. Um, it's on page three of the BNFT. And our government um, wants to create um, a database with a special feature for tracking fertilizer and seed distribution to farmers under PFJ. Now, the electronic database, according to provisions in this year's uh, agriculture sector budget, will ultimately seek to improve trafficking, uh, tracking, what am I saying trafficking? <laughs> tracking, sorry, targeting efficiency and transparency in public support programs to the sector and will reduce malpractices in the distribution value chain. Okay, so um, if you go into some numbers, already a total of 579,662 individuals comprising 547,000 farmers and 32,500 value chain actors have been registered for the intervention as of the end of last year. So a lot of people have been signed up. We wait to see what kind of infrastructure will be built because like Kojo stated, smuggling of fertilizer seed getting missing those things are heavy 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 impediments in the way of the i think the fertilizer situation is complicated don't forget yesterday the payment of suppliers was also something we raised mm, yesterday yes. in, the, in the list of things that, list that of about 12. government so if you think about it there's smuggling and there's also people supplying generally who have not been paid yes clearly that's going to affect the planting for food and jobs Clearly, that's going to affect the outcomes, could you? But, but this thing, if it's well implemented and we don't use technology to also um, um, add extra costs mm -hmm. to the value chain, this will work. You know, we carried out an agric um, census mm -hmm. 
And so it was done. We know the number of people in this, the number of people in that. The government says that over 500,000 farmers have been registered. Mm -hmm. Now they are giving um, special quotas to go and buy, right? So if you go to the outlet where you are buying, each farmer's quota is then allocated to them. So you cannot buy more than you are supposed to buy. Mm. And then the distributor, the retailer, everything is being tracked. Now, you know, sometimes when some of these things are introduced, and, and these things I talk about a lot, for example, when a child writes BC and wants to check their results, we want them to buy a voucher to check. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we introduce technology, it comes with a lot of cost that makes it... Um, um, Reduces um, its usability. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if we are going to do this, it should be implemented such that it doesn't become a burden on the distributors, the retailers, mm. and the off-takers. But I think this is a good thing. Eight o'clock will bring you tech and social media trends. Later on, we'll ask whether UTAG is going back to the classroom because the interlocutory injunction that NLC requested be placed on the strike was granted. So, on paper, it looks like the strike has to be called off. But is that what's going to happen? We'll let you know shortly. And then later on, we talk roads. The committee on roads want to make some presentation. They want to especially explain some of the issues happening with roads in the country. We'll be welcoming them into the studio. But Vodafone is proud to be associated with tech and social media trends. Don't forget, all Ghana cards, all SIM cards must be registered with only the Ghana card. If you've not done so, contact the nearest NI office to get yours. Failure to register your SIM would mean you will not be able to make voice calls, use mobile money service, internet, and other services linked to your SIM card. To register, dial star 404 hash, follow the prompts. You are required to send the following details on your Ghana card, which is the Ghana card pin, your surname, your first name, your date of birth, and your gender. You will receive a code that you will present to your nearest mobile network agent or customer care center for your biometric details to be captured. For more information, send SMS to 655 on Vodafone or contact the NCA on toll free 0800 or visit the NCA social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for more information. This announcement is brought to you by Ketty of Vodafone. Daniel Cranting is here with Tech and Social Media Trends. Daniel, welcome. Um, good morning, Bernard. Good morning. Uh, Utah is in the trends. Um, after the National Labor Commission, they secured an injunction against the UTAC strike. After a court ruling yesterday, lecturers have now been ordered to go back to the classrooms. Um, they've been on strike since January 10, um, so that's getting a lot of reaction um, on social media. Mm -hmm. Also in the trends is Abronye DC. Mm -hmm. uh, the Brongafo Regional Chairman of the MPP, Kwame Bafo, a.k.a. Abronye DC, uh, he has been detained uh, by the police and charged with publication of false news and offensive mm -hmm. conduct after his claims that former President Mahama was plotting a coup um, to return to power. Um, according to the police, a preliminary investigation it established um, that those claims were untrue and that uh, were likely to cause a breach of peace, hence their action. Um, also in the trends is a free SHS, um, the MP uh, for New Drabbing South, Charlie. Uh, Michael Otribefi. He says that Ghanaian should push for the E-Levy uh, e bill to be passed <laughs> or risk the cancellation of free SHS. Um, he says that if the E-Levy isn't passed and the yes. government goes um, to the IMF for loans, will be told IMF will tell us to cancel the, cancel the free SHS. Free SHS. He was telling some market women. And they were giving him funds. They were giving funds. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Maybe they were saying, we know you are, what you are saying is not true, but you are still an MP. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hamid Mohammed on Twitter, he says, without E-Levy, no payment for, con uh, for contractors, no fertilizer, no negotiations with e um, UTAC, no mm. free SHS. But without E-Levy, uh, there's money for hiring of 
a fourteen thousand pound an hour private jet. Um, some peace, he says, cancel free SHS. I think that it will help Ghanaians. Uh, Ghanaians prefer uh, that to the e levy and it will save us all. Mm -hmm. um, also, in the trends is uh, Sheldon Kojo. Sheldon is a social media influencer. Uh, yesterday, he was involved in a very childish and silly Twitter spat uh, with musician Achipalago. Mm -hmm. um, both men who are well in their 30s. And they thought it wise to drag their wives and girlfriends into their kindergarten fight on social media. They are oh. being dragged. Um, on social media, they deserve it. Um, Bernard, you know Yadabu? No, please. Oh, you don't know Yadabu? No, please. Yadabu, he's a small, smallish guy. Um, Kumawood actor. He was in the Vodafone. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Yadabu. Do you know the Argentine Yadabu? They have a version? Yeah. Yes, Lionel Messi. Messi. Why? Oh, in these parts, the social media name is... Uh, why, is Yad, why is Messi called Yadabu? Or why is Yadabu called Messi? I think because he shot. Ah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but yeah, yesterday Messi missed the penalty. And he's training um, for missing the penalty. Yeah, he's training for missing the penalty. Um, Mbappe rescued a PSG in the last minute. Mm -hmm. And this is something very interesting. Honestly, when I go to heaven, I'll ask God. Mm. The same time Messi was missing the penalty, Ronaldo was calling for Manu. Literally in the same minute. I stop that. I'm serious. I stop that. This I'm is, serious. This is agenda too, agenda. No, I'm just saying. It's not interesting. The same minute. It's not interesting. It was a different competition. Different competition in different, different opponent, countries, different goalkeeper. but at the same time, Charlie, you want to, one was going in. You want to set, a, you want to set agenda. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Isn't it interesting? God is wonderful. You want to set agenda, but I'm the agenda will not set. I'm not setting agenda. It is factus. Um, let me do some tech news and go. Mm. Now, a 3G network is being shut down in the US. Um, and of course, it's going to have a ripple effect on the communication, telecommunication space in Europe. Uh, AT and T, they are shutting down the network in next week. That's February twenty-two. Um, they say they are moving on to four G and five. So they say they only three G again. So they don't three G again. Now the problem yeah, is that and dash the three G to us. The problem is that to have a ripple effect on us. Why? Because if uh, the Western world and Europe decide to now go on four G and five G networks, mm -hmm. uh, mobile phone operators will stop making devices that can also ac accommodate the three G. And it will also have an effect on it. means we also will be forced to move to 4G and 5G. But that's so not that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but are we ready? We that's should just... move. Uh, it will be expensive. Yeah. Ah, okay. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
12 minutes past 8 city breakfast show prime insurance is here for you with over two decades of dependable insurance service prime offers third party and comprehensive motors policies suited to your needs from january to march 2022 prime insurance is giving out over 500,000 cities in prizes to customers who sign up renew or upgrade any prime insurance policy from motor homeowners or commercial fire and allied peril reach us on 0208598216 or 0302229062 for more information or on social media at prime insurance ghana facebook and instagram remember you deserve the most dependable and trustworthy insurance coverage so choose prime insurance today prime insurance rest assured you're insured and central university is ghana's leading private christian uni and is inviting the public to the opening of their new accra city campus at christ temple abasokai come and apply now for any of their 41 degrees across several subject areas and they have special fee concessions that are available on all programs at the christ temple campus at abasokai admissions are also open for the february march sessions of the academic year call them on 0594 081658 or 0302 or visit central.edu.gh central university christian university strong in applied sciences strong in applied humanities and you know that feeling when you don't have to worry about something running out when you know you have enough that's the feeling surfline gives you with a one-year bundle whether you are keeping tabs on the family on the go staying busy with back-to-back online meetings downloading all your favorite movies in 4k or uploading that video of your niece singing baby shark for four hours that one-year bundle gives you high-speed data all year round visit surfline.com or any surfline shop near you or down star 718 star 77 hash to sign up today surfline better together and are you a fresh graduate preparing to launch your career join the apps are ready to work virtual sessions to help you transition from learning to earning our team of experts will be live on our facebook and youtube channels on thursday february 17 to engage you on mastering the career world remember it's on thursday february 17 at 10 a.m. Let's get ready to work. That's Africanacity. That's APSA. Please help wish my daughter Michelle Baba Yoda Akon of MIS School a happy 10th from Francis Shirley and Michaela. We are on our way to school and it will make her day. May the good Lord continue to bless her in all her endeavors. She grow in wisdom and stature as the Lord did. Michelle Baba Yoda. On the 16th day of February, some 42 years ago, a certain Emeline Mimi Semenyo Egle was born, but she found love and replaced her surname with a more brothelized one, Wright Hansen. Cheers to my true friend, my prayer champion, my true fan, my shoulder to lean on, my acting mother, and my ride or die chick. Celebrator, you, oh dearest and bestest sister of mine. Happy birthday, Mimi. The other issue of concern is what's going to happen now. It seems pretty clear from at least what we understood from the uh, court ruling that the strike has been injuncted it means Utah should call off the strike but is that what's going to happen well the national secretary of Utah, dr santia sariano says Utah is waiting for indication from its legal team as to what to do next 
Yeah, today we were at the court and there was a ruling made with regards to the interlocutory injunction. But uh, our lawyers are waiting for the certified order and then they will advise us accordingly. Uh, secondly, the substantive motion on the illegality of the strike, uh, the court is going to sit on it on Tuesday, 22nd February 2022. So that's where we find ourselves at the moment. I, I don't understand what will be happening on Tuesday. Uh, there was a directive from the NLC uh, concerning we, the lecturers, going back to the lecture room. You know, there were two motions. One was the interlocutory injunction, and then the other was enforcing the directive of the NLC telling us to go back to the classroom. So the case was heard for the interlocutory injunction today. And then the other one, the substantive one, will be heard on Tuesday. Okay. Does that mean you're not going to go back to class until after Tuesday? Uh, no, I didn't say that. Uh, okay. When will, you, when will your members go back to the classroom uh, in, in reference to the decision of the court today? Well, because of uh, the legal nature, like I said, I would want to repeat again that uh, our lawyers are waiting for the certified order. This is the normal process. And then they would advise it accordingly. Based on what you know and what you may possibly advise your lawyers um, or instruct your lawyers, would you be suspending the strike or you would be possibly considering an appeal? Again, like I said, because it's a legal issue, uh, I would have to speak to uh, the script as I've said it, that we will have to wait for the certified order from there, then uh, they would advise Thank you. Th that certified order may come by tomorrow or the day after, which means you will still be out of the classroom until you receive that formal certification. Uh, until then, um, we will have to wait for the certified order and then they will advise us accordingly. Thank you. Okay. Be before you go, um, what do you make of the common sense argument being made that you should not be on strike while negotiating and that that amounts to bad faith? Uh, well, you know, there is a reason why we've come to this point. I mean, there's a still made to come to a point where there were a lot of MOEs that were signed and then the other party did not fulfill. So uh, it's also possible under the labor laws that if you have such cases, then also the strike action is called. But like as I said, uh, let us uh, focus on the substantive issue now and then hopefully by tomorrow, if we have the order, then we'll be able to talk about the concrete. So that interview was yesterday on Eyewitness News and today is the tomorrow he was referring to. So we are still checking to see if they've returned. Obviously today is the day where the legal issues, the conversations and all the things, they feel they need a copy of the ruling and all of that. Meanwhile, NLC is quite clear in his mind what the judgment means. So Osa Samoa has been speaking to us. They've not been given a bloody note. No, they've just been directed to comply with the dictates of the law. When you are negotiating, you don't go on strike. When you are negotiating, you don't lock out your workers. When you are negotiating, you don't bring on due influence, you don't wear red bands. That is simply the simple interpretation 
of the whole directive today. I see, but do you not worry that, um, again, I'm still looking at it from the other side, that if you're negotiating and you're not coming to a consensus and you go use a court to, quote-unquote, bully them back to their classroom, you may not get the ultimate or the, the optimum that you were, you were hoping for, would you? You see, it is not the negotiating party that took them to court. It's the regulator of the labor market and the labor laws. They are negotiating with government. They are not negotiating with NLC. NLC is making sure that in negotiation, in settlement of any disputes, you do it according to what the law says. And that is what we simply sought to enforce. What is the consequence of today's decision? Are they supposed to go directly to the uh, classroom immediately? Does that mean uh, the, the strike has been suspended forthwith? The court has directed that they should call off the strike and return to the lecture room and the negotiating table with government. So, so, we expect so that's, the end for, that's the end for NLC. You are done with your work. You are not, you are not part of the negotiation. You are just... No, you, we are not part of the negotiation. We only provide a vehicle facility assist the parties, provide a forum for them to negotiate. If they fail to show up, would the NLC do anything? Go to class, would the NLC do anything? If they fail to show up, where? If they refuse to go back to the classroom. Oh, they have told the court in their own affidavit, sworn affidavit, they file with the court that if the court approves our application and so direct, they will have no option and to return to the classroom. So I'm not, I don't think they can go back on their work. It's a small affidavit before the court. So that was uh, Ofosua Samoa, executive secretary of the Labor Commission. So it seems as if this is a significant day. Mm-hmm. The, there were two issues to be determined. Yeah. The second one is what has been determined. The first one, not yet. Yeah. But once the injunction has been granted mm-hmm. on paper, it means that the strike is illegal. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Sorry, no. it doesn't mean that. It just means that they should suspend it. Yes. Whilst uh, if they will hear the substantive case on, of yes. the legal strike, I see. Whilst negotiations also so, but a suspension of a strike suggests that they have to start teaching. Yes. But uh, if the matters are not resolved, they could go back. Yes. But a suspension is what the court has granted. Looks like it. But we haven't. We we also need perhaps to give. It's the day to hear what Utah says because we know they have to take this back. Yes, to and you know, their members. he was saying that he actually said he would call off the strike of an advice on the legal team, the advice on the legal team. And the legal team, we actually spoke to the leader of that team, and I'll bring you that audio, Kwesi Kelly, the latter, in, in the next minute. So it, it seems as if, and Kwesi Kelly, when I listened to him, he, he wasn't sure if the substantive matter had been heard because for him the substantive matter will be on the 22nd and that matter was that the strike is illegal okay but at least the injunction being granted means that the 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 strike cannot continue the strike cannot continue well master student are you happy that after missing (laughs) five five, we are speaking to you now not as a member of the panel Mm. you are an university student pursuing a master's degree You've not been in school for five weeks. So your school fees, I hope, is still there. It's, it's still there. I've not paid, though. Are you holding on to it? I've but been, the money is there. I've been asked by my supervisor to go and pay because the strike doesn't affect uh, um, postgraduate students. Is this your... <laughs> is this your... Or, or, say, you can tell, hello. <laughs> 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 what he's saying... 
yes. So, 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 <laughs> no. So, 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 the basic thing is that the cesspool graduate students are mature enough. We've gone through the mail. We know what to do. So we should, we should be working on our thesis. Even without lectures. And so we should pay our school fees. But unfortunately, I've still not paid. Is it not breaching? Um, I've been to campus several tenet. times. Mm. Students are unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they don't like the fact that. I, I spoke to a, a mother the last time I went. Unfortunately, I didn't recall. She said she went through a lot of trouble getting money to pay admission fees, yeah. paying hostel fees, and now it's buying like... stuff just to get the child to school, and nothing is happening. Right. Mm. Now, for me, I'm unhappy that this is happening, but I'm also, on the other side, happy that lecturers are demanding what they feel is due them. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've lived with lecturers before. I know the amount of work they, they put in their work I'm telling you. and what they earn. Sally. And sometimes, especially for this UTAC thing, it's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. We always say that we don't have the money, one, or we've not agreed on one, two, three. Mm-hmm. If indeed tertiary education is a priority, I'm sure the highest ranking officials of the government can sit with these UTAC members. Yeah. And really trust things out yeah. because it's been going on for over yeah. 10 years it doesn't seem right? as if the conversations and are if leading it's a priority to really mm-hmm. they should be able to sit down mm-hmm. and deal with this yep so the lecturers should continue demanding what they feel is right beyond what comes to them they should also start making demands for the proper tooling of the tertiary institutions to be edu- uh, 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 educational centers of excellence to train students right you go to a lot of these schools Go to Legon, go to KNUST. The number of people in the classrooms, the lecture theaters, Serious, eh? the, the infrastructure we need to run tertiary education, and the amount of money parents have to pay because right. the state has not consistently invested in tertiary One education. One of the major properly. issues now is affordability of tertiary education because yes. every year when schools reopen, we see a lot of, uh, we see a lot of students asking for support. Because the investors are being forced to charge what they consider realistic fees because they don't have the resources to run the universities. So if you don't pay the real fee, they can't train you. So it's a big issue. Let's hear the lawyer. So when we spoke to Dr. Asante Anointri, as, as Dr. Asari Asante Anno, he said that UTAG will need to speak to the legal team. Well, this is the lawyer who led them in court, speaking right after the announcement was made. The judge had two applications before him uh, for hearing today. The first one is the substantive motion, which is seeking to enforce the directives of the National Labor Commission, and then an injunction application. Now, the thing is that the main motion, which is seeking to enforce the directives of the Labor Commission, was filed before the injunction application was filed. In our view, the main motion which is seeking to enforce the directives of the National Labor Commission should have been heard first, but the judge thought otherwise and decided that the injunction application should be heard first. And the outcome of that application is all to your witness in court today. Uh, the judge decided to grant the interlocutory injunction application. Uh, so that's where we are. And I wish to remind you that the main motion, which is seeking to enforce the directives of the commission, is still before the court. The hearing of that application is adjourned to the 22nd. Uh, so on the 22nd, we're back in court for the main motion to be heard. And let me repeat that that main motion is seeking to enforce the directives of the commission. And the directive of the commission is that UTAC should go back to the classroom because the strike they have declared is illegal. So arguments will be heard on that. We look forward to that with better breath. And we are very confident that uh, 
our arguments will sway the day. Yeah. So you see, Governor, what is confusing me is you see the Utah officials are saying to listen to their lawyer. And when you listen to the lawyer, you don't get the clear sense that he's accepted that this means that the strike is off. Yeah, but I, I don't think we will get that based on ah, okay. the platform upon which ah, he's okay. on. So let them get back to their meeting today and then whatever happens, I think students will keep their fingers crossed. But it does look like the law is pretty clear on what is supposed to happen. So once the injunction has been an granted, you see, I need to, because me, I want to understand. You see, for me, there are two things. The, 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 the Utah guy, no. Mm. They usually decide after speaking to their members. Members, yes. But you see, this is a legal issue. Mm. It's not like government has offered you two percent or eight percent, a zero point, mm. whatever. Do you agree? The members do yes or no. So usually the members will take a position. The leadership takes a position based on what the members want. But now they are saying because it's a legal issue, yeah, and the court has granted the injunction. Is it really what the members think, or what the lawyers think, or what the lawyers advise? Just I mean. So I, I don't let's, know. Let's say, like I said, let's wait it out. <laughs> I mean, no yeah, and and to... so I feel that I I suspect there will be a, 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 a bit of legal gymnastics. Maybe they need clarity on what the <coughs> yes. So they'll go for the, the ruling, ruling to read it to read understand, it, what, it to really understand means. what it means and what options are available because it, because for, for to keep a strike for five weeks, it, it does tell you that they they are intent on getting are a result. Him, yeah, and when I listen to when I listen to. Asante, uh, no, I didn't get the impression that he had a position. He was basically saying, we'll wait for the lawyers. Yeah. So he, he's almost like, you know, I'm ambivalent. If the lawyers say, based on everything that has been said, the strike cannot continue, they may agree or they will agree. But if the lawyers say we have a case, he will stay on. So it, it's he didn't want to let it. So a lot of the things Sandra was asking, he kept saying, thank you. We'll talk to the lawyers. Thank you. So we, we need to see. So I think the legal team needs to tell us what they are doing. Yeah. Then we'll know what's going to happen. And, and Utah should be unrelenting. They should, they should, I will always repeat it. They should demand what is due them. They should demand what is due them. No, no, and, but I agree with that. But they should also go back. And, and another one. Another one. Another one, Bernard. Another one. The resolve we've seen with this particular strike, mm -hmm. they should keep the same resolve and be active participants in the national development discourse. I agree with you. If you are I doing PFJ and university lecturers and researchers sit down that. and say this thing, the way the government wants to do it won't work. They should take the, the, the citizenry along. I agree Roads, with you on they should take us along. But, but, Healthcare, but, but, they should take us along. Everything, they should be involved. I agree with everything you've said. But you see, if you look at the way people... Say, Demand your rights. For example, tech. Somebody, goes, your somebody has gone to get a hostel. Uh-huh. They ask, he has paid for the hostel. He's sitting in that hostel. He's not having lectures. Charlie, you go worry. If the semester is cancelled, it will cause plenty of problems. So we beg. This one day we are just begging. Say we beg. Say, you know, you <laughs> suspend the thing. <laughs> go and give course outline. Start giving the lectures while the lawyers go to court and things. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, it's serious. Say we beg. Because the number of families who will be affected if the academic calendar is 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 not salvaged. It's, it's crazy. It's too much. It's crazy. So new tag. This one day we are begging you. You know, you are, are begging. <laughs> Charlie, let's do your money. Then we're going to talk roads. We're going to talk roads with MP for Akim Swedru, chairman of the Roads and Transport <laughs> Committee, immediate ah. past deputy minister for Agri in charge of Cocoa Affairs. Yeah, yeah, if not for this road matter. No, no, <laughs> like, we are here, we no, have problems no, no, this no, morning. We can do Cocoa Roads. Because he's a former deputy for Coco, yeah, yeah, and then he's yeah, also yeah, he's also rude. Yeah, 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 so you can deal with him on Coco roast. 
Yeah, but I wanted to no, enter. No, Coco hasn't. Coco, there's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I understand. So we'll be talking to Kennedy Nyaku soon. Um, we'll talk to him shortly. But let's do your money quickly, Nathan. We are talking about your money. It's brought to you by Cal Bank. Uh. Uh, so Nathan, what's your what's your tip for me this morning? <laughs> this morning, I I am trying to set up my ECG app thing. Oh, yeah, it's trying to. it's helped me, Papa. Good, and and so I'll go down that line of people leaning on technology to it's help you save money. Charlie, sometimes traveling across town, I'm going to pay water. This, In that, fact, that, that, the, that, the that, ECG that, app that, alone. That. You know what I'll, I'll tell you? There was a day that my power went off. And it was in the night. I, if you pay the ECG credit on so, the app, the light will come back on. So people should take advantage of the solutions ECG that app. technology provides. The solutions technology will provide. You don't have to cut across town late night. You are looking for no, no, no. Please, if technology the, will save you. Technology money. will save you money. And the ECG, transport, ECG the app fuel, will save you power. the up and down. Lean on technology. Save some money. Live your life in comfort. And, and and enjoy enjoy no. enjoy Charlie no using technology to save yourself yes, money yes, is good yes, it's, Nathan it's I thank you for this it's important it's ECG easy. it helped me delighting the nation delighting this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. That's right. Reality check, you know what I mean? Street lights, eh? Dookie. Scorpion. When I was young, I used to dream of being rich. Having a lot of houses and cars, couldn't know which one was which. And finding me a chicken getting hitched. Living the fairy tale life, perfect without a ditch. You think that this would bring me happiness? If at the end of every rainbow there was a treasure chest, sometimes having more is really less. Take a look inside yourself, you realize you're really blessed. No matter how you're sad and blue, there's always someone who has it worse than you. Sometimes you gotta pay your dues, so don't worry, just push on through. Gotta dig up all my people who be working on the future, though they know they gotta struggle. Alright, welcome back. It's 8.35 and I have in studio the MP for Akim Swedru. And chairman of the Roads and Transport Committee of Parliament, Kennedy Osei Nyakum. He's here to, to, to give us insight from the parliamentary perspective on the road sector. As you would know, the way the system works is that the legislature has specific committees that you can say work hand in hand with the ministries. For example, Ministry of Finance. They have to be in close contact with the finance committee because almost everything they do which is legal has to go to the finance committee so if you're minister of finance you need to have constant engagement with ranking member chairman of finance committee you can say the same for the roads and transport committee of parliament so that for example the magdan issue happened the road and transport committee went to check out the issue and they brought some assurances so usually when the transport minister or the road minister has 
anything to do he has to speak to these guys because on the parliamentary side they are the guys who support the bills now it also means that we can cross-check what the ministry says if the ministry, for example says we've we've gotten a loan to build bridges in afram plains a 20 or 30 million euro loan finance uh, rules committee can say ah we are not sure because what they brought to us is not the same so they can be a check on what government does which is why we usually will speak to kwami agboja who yesterday made some very interesting claims so yesterday he said to me that a couple of issues he said that um, the road fund has been capped that's the first thing i remember he said the road fund had been capped and what that meant was that even though monies are due the road fund from different sources the finance ministry has decided to place a cap on how much will be paid into the fund and then the rest can be used somewhere else he finds that to be problematic because that means that there may not be enough resources to do what has been spelled out or what typically gets done in the road sector that's issue number one number two he says the cocoa roads the 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 cocoa roads have people who contracted for cocoa have not been paid and he says that the debts in the road sector are more than seven billion he actually said it was eight billion cities that's the second thing he said i remember him saying number three he said that this year only 75 million had been paid or the and they said the last time the minister came to parliament he said they were going to pay 75 million cities to contractors which he thought was woefully inadequate if you compare that to the eight billion so he's your ranking member you are the chairman of the committee let's start with the first point of the capping is it true that the road uh, fund has been capped well, uh, uh, first of all let me say a good morning to you and your cherished uh, listeners who are this morning have paid <coughs> attention to whatever is going to happen this morning yes uh, my ranking is right mm -hmm. uh, there was a policy by government mm -hmm. uh, which uh, was brought to parliament okay. and that was passed or accepted by the house unanimously mm -hmm. uh, that uh, you want to cap uh, some of the let's say revenues that go to some of the agencies and the ministries and department the rationale was to be able to have certain uh, control or certain amount of those revenue that goes to these MDAs that normally sometimes they may want to use it for other things that might not necessarily uh, be a priority areas of government. So why don't we cap it and put that money in the port? So that government will use that money for other priority projects or programs that government intend to also pursue. So it was a, a policy. And Parliament. it didn't just affect the road. Not so, road. so other so I, get fund. Yes. There are so many okay. of them that were 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 capped. So many Did you guys them. agree on the percentage of cap or the level? Okay, so the Ministry of Finance will now, or let's say, uh, government represented by the Ministry of Finance will mm -hmm. now look at areas that they think mm -hmm. uh, they have to, and at what, how much, mm -hmm. or percentage that need to be capped. So mm -hmm. they will look at your programs, what you will be doing. Mm -hmm. Then they say, okay, for this area, I think one will cap it by 20% is okay. For this okay. area, 
maybe zero capping mm -hmm. for this area let's do maybe about 30 percent capping mm -hmm. if you look at the road on the road fan mm -hmm. it was capped we started from i think around it was capped by uh, 40 percent from the beginning mm -hmm. and now it has been reduced so now it has been capped by 20 percent so what does that mean so does that mean that if i have 100 cities coming to the road fund yes i'll only get 20 percent of that hundred. you get 80 percent ah okay i'll get 80 yes, percent and then, the they'll ministry of, then they will take uh, uh, ministry of rules will have access to 80, 80 and then finance then will take the 20 for other priority uh, things yes and the, okay. the reason why finance is taking that 20 percent is well. one there are some of the projects that are gog that the finance ministry pays it from it I, I get you outfit so if you come for all the money where do you want Ministry of Finance to pay those GOG projects that are referred to the Ministry of Finance. So he keeps that money. As, okay. So when you when some certificates are sent, God, there are two certificates, GOG and road fund. So GOG goes to the Ministry of Finance. Then the road fund money is being kept at the road fund secretary. Why isn't GOG cheating me then? If GOG is coming to take my road fund to pay GOG. Because GOG has other sources of funding. No, no, but road fund is only road it, fund. It's, it's road. All is road. So the... Ministry itself, when it's awarding contract, do this in two parts. It does give some GOG and some to road fund. Mm -hmm. Because here, ministry has only road fund. Yeah, that's but GOG has everything. Yes. So if, if it means more 80 now, 110 now, 100, then you will come and so, take 20 of that so to add to the ministry. The, so, uh, Bernard, it's like you want to construct 100 kilometers of road. The ministry, mm -hmm. that's what you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, minister, okay. With 100 kilometers, mm -hmm. I want to pay 80 with my road fund, the mm -hmm. twenty percent will be GOG. Yes. But the amount of money that is at the GOG, we need also support. Where is the revenue coming from to pay the twenty percent? Mm. The purpose of the road fund is to pay for the road that we are doing. I see. So the money sum is sitting there. Government also add some to that GOG one mm. and pay. So is this thing is this capping in perpetuity or just for this year and next year? No, it we. The capping started in 2017 and it's still in force. So okay. at the point we have been arguing. So it's a policy. This it's government. It's a policy until government that the finance minister is a better has a better sense yes. of the overall priority. Yes. So for a specific time, it may be good to redirect certain yes. sources. Yes. It was debated. It was debated. Was it unanimously agreed? Yes, yes. My okay. ranking was then the ranking. I just, I just took over. Oh, so he was ranking even twenty seventeen. Yes, he was, yes, yes. So he was there. He debated it and he accepted it. So I I'm see. surprised that, that sometimes he comes back to uh, talk about. It. Well, it is good if we have hundred percent for the road fund. That is what we have been fighting for. That okay, give all the hundred percent to the road ministry mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. at the moment, you, if you look at the bills. I mean, it's very high. The indebtedness is like my ranking said, is about eight billion. So that's that's that point is correct. It's, it's correct because when we came, we inherited almost close to about four billion from the previous government. Twenty seventeen. Yes, when we inherited, that was the indebtedness of uh, the road. But government has paid. And you've back. doubled it to eight. Uh, it's not about double. You know, the, in the in the road sector, it's not like when they award you the project they pay you everything so some project can even run to three years so there, years. there's always debt there's like always debt business. and that That's is how, how the sector works so it's not as but, if no it's not as if when you raise but you also want to uh find out i mean do uh, some kind of assessment and find out okay mm -hmm. with the what is the liquidity liquidity position 
of the ministry as against how much is they have given or indebtedness. Mm -hmm. So if you have uh, you are owing contractors that have raised about seven billion uh, IPCs, both mm -hmm. GOG and road fund, mm -hmm. and you have only two billion. <laughs> from road fund to settle it how do you manage the situation mm. all of them are IP that we raise which means they have finished that phase they've raised a certificate and you need to pay them i get it so that is the challenge that because anytime the person does complete a certain point when they wrote contract they give it to you in phases so when you are done with the phase and you raise your certificates for government has a period within 90 days to pay you mm. so if government doesn't have that kind of money then it sits there. But let me also uh, make it clear here. Most of our debt, mm -hmm. when we inherited, our debt that government, because of government inability to pay those contractors, it we incurred some interest on delay payment, mm. which was almost the same as close, if not the same, almost close as the Actual contracts, so they give you, for instance, they give you a contract of maybe let's say five million Ghana CD to do. You are done with the contract. Government is not able to pay you that amount, so the money now starts in after ninety days because per the contract government signs with these road contractors. After ninety days, if government is not able to pay you, it mm. starts attracting interest on you, and it has been. So the interest was almost the same size as yes. the original principal. Yes, and doesn't make it it doesn't make sense. So when this government took over, he said, "I'm going to take that part in the contract away, so that if you're a road contractor, you do it. It means you, if you can wait for your money, you do it and get your if money. If you wait for not, your money, yes, won't pay. We, uh, so won't pay it or leave it or leave it. So we have taken that portion out of since we came back, oh, and nice. it has saved this country. Otherwise, this eight million, that, would, this have eight million would have been more. fourteen or more than that." And that is the situation that we find ourselves. Can somebody argue that that's good, but when you came, you did some Cocoa Road audit, mm. which also took over a year mm. to finish. Some could argue that that audit also probably worsened the interest situation because once you are doing the audit, you are not paying. So if Nathan has done a Cocoa Road project in Summer Boy, and you say, Charlie, I'm not sure if this road car was done. You took a year to audit it. You later found that Nathan actually did the road. You haven't paid Nathan. So after a year, he's also incurred interest. So that your one-year 2017 audit, on, in, on reflection, could have also contributed to this $8 billion. No, So, you know, uh, for Coco Road, the arrangement is different from what government that Coco Road is such a different thing. Because okay. though Coco Road has some... Uh, they have <coughs> the strength or the ability to be paying often as and when they get their syndicated. So uh, most people prefer, most contractors even prefer getting more cocoa road, doing cocoa road because the ability to pay the is money a, is from the syndicated loan. Part of it, okay. when we do it, part of it is, mm. is to service, fix those roads which leads to the cocoa growing areas. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it is not the one that, like the GOG one that they say, okay, because government will not be able to mm. have not demonstrated its ability in paying that money so so you're saying you don't think put, some interest accrued put, because no, no, of no, that, no, that no, audit no no and during that period too all the contractors were written to that this is what government okay. want to do okay. so unless you have raised a certificate which is sitting there and definitely they will pay you but <laughs> if in the period 
when government was doing this auditing, you don't end anything. Government have written to you, yes, mm. suspend everything, want to do auditing. Just a quick question on that. Yes. So did the committee see the audit report and are you satisfied with what the report brought? Well, I wasn't I wasn't the chairman at then when okay. the, the twi- this was 2017. Yes, when the audit was done. But but then as a deputy minister in charge of Fuku affairs. I had the opportunity to also see the audit report and and I mean well, I think I would say that the audit was necessary because we, during the audit we were able to find out some contracts that were awarded that even a mobilization were given, but the contractors never went to site. They took the money. But how much did that cost us overall compared to how much we paid for the audit? Well, I, I wouldn't be able to because I don't have the document. Because you, if you spend a year doing an audit and you're saying some people, some things were discovered, mm. if I'm doing basic analysis, I'll say the amount of infraction you saw, mm. if the amount of infraction you saw was one million and it cost us one year and you saved us 500 a thousand then i can analyze to see whether and this was know, necessary when or not. we came we, we told you that the contract that if awarded was in the tune of close to at uh, cuckoo board was in the tune of about five billion or so mm-hmm. after the audit and they were able to even some of the contracts were terminated they terminated a lot of the contract because mm-hmm. either the contractor has not even moved to site at all or the contractor could not Execute the project, so mm-hmm. they con- terminated or and that one was able to reduce that five billion that Cocoa Board was owing to around about two point something, two point eight billion or there. So that alone, that audit, if they have not done the audit at that period, the five billion plus would have still be sitting in the books of Cocoa Board. Mm. Yes, sitting in the books of Cocoa Board, thinking that Cocoa Board owes that amount, that much, but. That Could you ask a question? Yes. So, Bernard, for clarity, mm-hmm. the Coco roads um, number of contracts two hundred and twenty-nine, mm-hmm. um, length in kilometers two thousand eight hundred and thirty-nine kilometers, mm-hmm. and contract sum five point one three seven billion Ghana cities. Okay. So that's some information. This was on pre-audit or post-audit? This, this, this was the, the pre- total pre-audit. schedule yes. of the roads. That do you have information on post-audit whether? Post post no. audit, he says he's even not seen the audit report, and that's no, what. No, no, I said but I had the opportunity to look at was, when I was the deputy minister. minister in charge of Coco. That's okay. why I'm able to tell you that. But but now, as chairman, you don't have no, no, records the, the, of the reports in your parliamentary whether, documents. I, I don't know whether it was given to the then committee uh-huh. because I only took over in 2021 as a new chairman. Okay, but don't you think you will need it for your work going forward? Because well, here you are reacting to Coco issues. And but because you have, you have double interest reports. in this. Well, you, are, you are a cocoa man. Yes. And you are a road man now. Yes. So yes. definitely you can call for that report. Well, and you it should is, have it's seen not, that it's report. Not a, it's, not a, it's not a problem to call for that report when it becomes necessary. Or well, you don't want to share the content with no, us. it's not at all. I mean... It's a, because it's, your colleague was saying that the amount of money you spent, not you as a person, the government spent in even doing that audit. He doesn't see the justification for that audit. Well, may, may he actually see, said it yesterday again. Well, how much? Uh, how, did, how did you get to know that this is the money that they spent? But he's been in parliament for so for the two, and the, was the there two. any official communicate to tell? Does he have a proof of whatever he said, or he can just mention a figure out of his head, and everybody has to go about it? So if you want the actual amount that was spent on, mm. he's a ranking member. He can put in a, a, a question. That you want to know, even if you want a copy, I think a, a, report, a report on a copy of the report or details of 
the, or the summary report mm. on the audit that was conducted. He can do it okay. through the... So let's get clarity yes, as we move the, on. The, so in terms of Cocoa Roads, mm. do we know the state of the 2,839 kilometers? Even we have... Government have even increased the number of road contract that we have cocoa route that we have awarded per what we came to meet and after the audit we have also awarded now we have about 415 number of different okay. cocoa 415 yes, up, up from 229 yes which, which means is, the kilometers are also more yes but what's the amount kilometer is about 4416 kilometers in total and then the amount i mean we are talking about almost about if you look at we are talking about almost about 14 billion oh so this, billion. this is interesting so when you took when you when and this mpp came to power mm. cocoa roads were 229 yes and we did the audit and you've prune. increased them to 415 yes so that's not pruning that's expansion well no we first of all have to prune drop some because some were awarded the contract mm. they didn't have the capacity they never went to site okay so we cannot keep them so Fair that enough. contract so so, wait, so so after the audit yes after the audit how many what was the number that you arrived okay at? so i don't want to uh, just give you any okay. number. I, I don't just. Mm. I have to get. Okay. Rare, and these are figures that I can easily lay my hands off and and give it to you. Yes, Bernard, yes, yes. I I think it's important the honourable MP gets us the details on the cocoa roads okay. because this is this is the reason. Okay. Over the weekend, I used in Kransa to Jeman Kwanta. Mm -hmm. It used to be a terrible road. That's the road that goes through the Bobbing Fima Monkey Sanctuary. Okay, it's been done. It was captured under Cocoa Roads. Mm -hmm. Over the same weekend, I used Abipo Junction My please. to Barikese mm. to uh, Abijama. Mm. It's under Cocoa Roads. Mm. It's been done somehow with lots of portions undone. Mm. Right? And the, when it rains, what's been done is, 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 is wearing off. Mm. There is the Derma Isusu Road mm. captured under Cocoa Roads. I used that one as well. It's not been done. Now, mm. if we say we've done an audit of cocoa roads, mm. and these are roads needed by the communities to fast-track development, mm -hmm. it started under the previous, the, the first term of President Okufado. Mm -hmm. The senior minister was involved. So it wasn't a low-level audit. It was of a high-level audit. It was a very high-level audit of cocoa roads, mm -hmm. which is essential to run our economy. So if the audit has been done, the communities, because they mm -hmm. are being done for the communities, must be communicated to yeah. that this is what we've done and this is where we are with the roads and this is what we are going to do. Good. I think that's just fair that so we do that. So if you promise us that as chairman of this powerful committee, you will get the report and if the system permits you share it with us we'll be very happy to take that committee. Well, that, that, that's we'll a problem I, will, I won't say that i will go and share the entire report but maybe portions that are relevant to whatever we are doing fantastic i i, I can okay. right. I, I think there are a couple of questions yeah. that will come on coco i want to deal with them and move forward because i wanted to deal with the third issue yeah, mr okay, goja raised um the third issue was the issue of he said the last time minister came he said, as far as he knows, and if I'm misquoting him, he should correct me. He said only 75 million had been paid for this year or something. Because I think the question was, how much of the 8 billion have we made provision to pay for? And he said, for what he knows, because two things. The last time the minister for, came for Meet the Press last year, mm -hmm. he mentioned that 800 million was paid. That was. But when he came to parliament, I think earlier this year, I think the amounts that Mr. Abuja has mentioned that he knows is 75 million which is really very low. And his argument is that, why have you closed the toll booths, which could raise you 250000 a day 
okay and if you put that together you've you've probably missed out because you don't have money to pay the road contractors the, the government is going through a challenge with finances gen generally is it true that only 75 million has been paid and did was the issue of the roto debated even in your committee because your committee will be quite key in this issue of people not paying tolls you get me yes so on the issue of the road to i don't want us to debate so that it derails whatever we are doing mm -hmm. first of all let me tackle the issue of he my ranking saying that mm -hmm. uh, just 75 million mm -hmm. i mean relieves to uh it is either my ranking did not pay proper attention to the uh, minister mm. or maybe he is deliberately or mischievously trying to put a figure out there to just mm. uh, make the the government look bad okay so the minister was with the committee mm -hmm. the last time that the minister appeared with the committee was latter part of last year we wanted to find out mm -hmm. how government is going to pay contractors that have done some project and they have not been paid so government came out with a program that okay mm -hmm. or a decision let's say mm -hmm. a decision mm -hmm. that those contractors that have worked and i mean government is owing them between let's say 10,000 apples up to 1 million. Mm -hmm. All those people should be paid. Immediately. Immediately. And there were about 3,481 contractors. Mm -hmm. When we did the calculation, the amount was 770,926,653 CDs. So it's less than a billion. Yes. And this For 3,481 3, contractors. Yes. And wow. these were the monies that... <clears throat> government owes contractors which is not more than above one million yes so it's between let's say one to yeah. uh, one million yeah after one million government says that one it has to be paid through proper arrangement maybe mm -hmm. it will be done in phases so mm -hmm. government did this payment mm -hmm. this year when in january when the i mean oh, we this are, was end of last year yes this was the end of last year and these people were paid okay. all these contractors were paid mm -hmm. Okay, all this small so to chop Christmas. Yes, we're paid. And this year, mm -hmm. in January 10th, we met the committee, we met the minister mm -hmm. during one of our committee uh, meetings. Uh, it was even the committee who, uh, the chairman, uh, the minister who uh, voluntarily decided to provide us with information mm -hmm. that currently mm -hmm. the money that the ministry has in the road fund, it was January 10th. The, the, the year has just uh, just began or started. How do you expect? And these monies are allocated on quarterly basis. Mm -hmm. The road fund when the Ghana Revenue Authority does that. Then it goes to the consolidated fund. Then they do the aggregation. Then quarterly they put it in. So you don't expect. And the minister said, as at that time, it's 25 million Ghana city that is in the road fund account because they have already disbursed the previous one that and that 25 million in the account. He doesn't know who should you should pay that money to. And that money has been reserved that when there is any kind of emergency, they will use that money to resolve that money. But we pay it. Monies are released to 
the ministry or to the roof and on quarterly basis. And we are in the second month. So how can he jump the gun to say that, oh, money have not been? So that's why I'm saying that. It is either my ranking mischievously trying to just put some figure out to make the government look bad, or maybe... So let me understand you. You are saying that the, the, end of last mm, year, 3,400 contractors were paid to the... These are smaller contracts. Yes. They ha, they are but what about impact. those between 1 million? That's one. Those between 1 million above, a lot of them have paid. I cannot give you because the government pays money all the time. GOG, road fund, they pay a lot of them. But you can say that for 2022, X has been paid so far. Well, I, I, I can... You see, I don't like putting figures out when I cannot get the exact figures. Because if but I you are here to dispute a figure somebody brought, so no, he has not given. I'm he telling, said they pay seventy-five million. No, that's what I'm saying. That we are paid seven hundred and seventy million to but give it smaller. Year. Yes, this year we have not paid any money. Ah, okay. This year, we have we have not we have not paid any money. The minister only told us that he has just twenty-five million Ghana CD. I get it. That's January ten sitting in the account. He's waiting for government by the quarter release money to, and we are in second month. So where did he get that figure from? Okay, so your your argument is that the contractors above a million have to wait to hear for for the for the first quarter disbursement to come in. Yes. Then we'll know how many of them will get paid, what amount. A lot not. of contractors, most of them get paid because the contract government has grouped the each project or contract into mm. different category. We have the so so critic. can we say that no contractor above one million has had their certificate on it so far. Oh, a lot of them have been paid. Above one million. I know a contractor who was who is working in my constituency who above one million has also been paid. He yeah. paid the way he was even paid uh, before the, the the Christmas. I mean, so it's it's not something that uh, contractors above. Just that the debt that is sitting there is too huge that even if government brings five hundred million, if you have about if you go to road fund alone, the debt there at road fund alone is about. 4.7 billion. 4.7 billion. So if government releases 500 million to pay, how much contractors can it pay? That's so certainly that, some will be paid. That's, why, that's why we need to know the exact figures. So that's that, what I'm saying that. Yeah. When government releases, mm -hmm. now GOG owes contractors about 2.3 billion. Mm -hmm. uh, road fund is about 4.7 billion. If you put together, we are talking about 8 billion. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that if Rofan decide, mm -hmm. let's say this year, 2022, mm -hmm. government have programmed that, okay, he will give Rofan about 1.9 billion mm -hmm. from all the proceeds that will come to the Rofan. Mm -hmm. so, so it means if government should get all that revenue that we have projected, 1.9 will come to Rofan. Mm -hmm. When you divide it by four, let's say every, even if it is two, two billion, it means every quarter, government has to give Road fund 500 million. Mm. Road fund is owing 4.7 billion. So, definitely, some will be paid, some will not get paid. What method would they use to pay to prioritize the people? So, that's why I'm saying that government has one first of all is who which con contractors are doing critical routes okay. in this country. Okay, so when money hit either GOG account or, or road fund, we are looking at the critical, critical road contractors first. Mm -hmm. we we'll pay them. The second, we will look at the date of certificate. Mm -hmm. 
when did you submit your certificate? So somebody has submitted the certificate maybe in 2016, mm. 2017. He has to be served before, before somebody that maybe 2018, 2019. Mm. So that is how mm. they But I learned the new uh, board, which is led by, uh, uh, which is chaired by Honorable Afenyomak. They are also making a new kind of arrangement, which will be fair. They think that irrespective of the period that a, a contractor worked, when money comes, we need to put a certain formula in the system. Automatically, if it is two CD that comes to the account, and there are thousand contractors that have raised certificate, the formula knows what the formula do. knows. And if it is one person that <laughs> will put the formula yes, together, that, yeah, yeah. that formula there is a serious yes, formula. Yes, because I mean, because if the person <laughs> is formula. not paid, they are they are complaining. Uh, a contractor complains that I raised my certificate, I haven't been paid. So for fairness purposes. If it is 20 million that comes and has to be shared for about 1,000, then it means everybody should be getting small. It will not be enough. That's why government want to use the old approach to make sure that. But contractors, mm. we also share their, their plight because some of them go to bank to take loans mm. to do this project. And when it gets to them to get the payment, it becomes so difficult. It is not the fault of government. Mm. Because government also depends on the revenues that comes in to also do what? To pay this contract. So if the revenues are not coming, it becomes difficult for government mm. to a also A few questions money. for yes. you. You were saying that before this government came, mm. there were interests that accrue on delayed payments that you were paying. Yes. Are you no, say it became part, yes. it became part yes. of the debt so, that we have. So are you saying that going forward, you came up with new contracts that said that if there's a delay payment, there'll be no interest paid on it? So, the arrangement that I have been briefed by the minister is that because of the delay payment, which is incurring a lot of costs mm -hmm. to government, he has made a new directive or arrangement that that portion, which they put it inside that after 90 days, government starts incurring that delay payment. It should be Reviewed and taken out completely, or the date changed. The date have to be. I think it, that because the date they, see, because if I take a loan from a bank to do a road, and you say that you will pay me in a year, and you don't pay me, if you say you've come up with a new arrangement where interest on delay payment is not paid, that means that how will I survive? No, so I, I think it is either it has been extended because the ninety days was putting a lot of pressure. So probably the time on government. So I'm sure it is the time duration, but that is the brief that mm. the minister has given. The to other me. question I have yeah. is that mm. the little knowledge I have is that your road fund accrues money every month. So why are you making the payments in quarters? Why not monthly? Well, you see, we don't have any automatic transfer of road fund from the consolidated account. We don't have that kind of system. There is no system that says that. The road to uh, the uh, let's say the levies that we put on the road, uh, let's say fuel, it doesn't come to the road farm account directly. Even those one that we take it from the road uh, from the DVLA, the roadworthy certificate, because a portion of it also come. Mm -hmm. That one directly comes to the ministry because I know you get about hundred million every month from where. From the various sources in the road fund. Well, because I know these are the sources. Monthly, the fuel levy. I, I know the fuel levy. Vehicle mm -hmm. registration fees. Yes. 
road uh, use fees, vehicle examination fees, road toll and bridge tolls, which we've, we've, we've scrapped, scrapped, and then international transit fees. And the fuel levy So I'm coming before the, you go. The, 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 the yes, the big the chunk the one. It gives about 80, almost about 82 or 84% of all the revenue the and one i want to assume that the increase in fuel prices because it's a percentage based well it's not a percentage it's, for, it's for 48 oh, oh, pesos it's, 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 it's not oh, a percentage so let me just get straight you're saying the larger chunk of the road fund is from the fuel, the levy. fuel levy and that levy is collected through the petrol fee we pay yeah, which goes to the consolidated fund which ghana revenue authority at the end of maybe either a quarter or a month does the calculations and everything everything then no shows how much is coming to the uh, road fund account and then when the road fund money comes to the finance minister has also capped it to 80 percent yes because that's where it goes because there's yeah, nothing but, but think about it though your money originally came through consolidated fund mm. the thing delay because it has gone money is fungible they can use it for anything yes. so they wait uh, your money come now when the money comes to 20 percent has to go back to finance minister to use to do what no the want. money is already with the finance minister so he he caps it takes that one make us say, so it's a double problem for you uh, well, your money may delay because the gra works right directly under finance yes so you may have a road have to wait yeah, so, 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 so then the, the road ministry is at the behest of the finance ministry in a way that is unreasonable. But you see, and as chairman the of the committee, was, you, should the fighting, was, you should be fighting. No, for, no, no. You should be fighting for your minister. No, I have for his money to be released. No, quicker. We, we, we fight all the time. You see, hey, this is a law. I, I, I didn't make the law. It was Parliament that made the law. If Parliament had then thought that road ministry has to have an independent account where automatic transfer, the moment the, the somebody buys for the eighty pesos credit the road fund account directly wouldn't that have been better but i wasn't in, in parliament at then i wasn't part okay. of them so if it's a decision that they can they can decide then say that okay, okay we want to amend it that one Could is you? a decision by the by the government and by the house okay so, so so the chairman of the committee has answered a lot about the money money and the road road and let's go the to hardware. what government has done so um, that, i have a question on the software two concerns okay. one road safety the number of people dying on our roads so say construction of the road is the hardware of the uh, of the work they do so the software of the work they do road safety i know that about 90 percent of their funding comes from the fund mm. are you sacrificing them as well because every now and again you hear them saying they don't have enough funds to perform the activities and more people are dying on our roads in your work as the as the chairman of the committee how are we ensuring that we resource road safety appropriately and the other question is to do with the traffic congestion within the city does it come up for conversations in, 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 in your deliberations and what allocations are we giving to ensure is easier flow of traffic within so our cities? So I'll quickly deal with, deal with that matter and then we'll, we'll proceed to other matters too. Uh, on the issue of the road safety, I'm yet uh, to receive any, let's say, uh, uh, complaint from the National Road Safety Authority uh, to my outfit or to the committee about their inability to get their funding from, uh, let's say, the Ministry of Roads. Because the road safety, though a certain percentage of whatever goes to the road fund goes to them. And uh, like I said, the road fund uh, has several, about five uh, revenue sources that goes into. So the DVLA ones still comes in, and they will definitely get. If government thinks that road 
safety authority has a challenge in assessing getting money from the road fund. Government knows how to make monies available from other sources, also to the road fund, uh, uh, the uh, National Road Safety Authority. We all agree that there have been several carnages on our road, which all of us, I mean, because last year, we are talking about 2,000 plus lives we lost on our road, which is uh, not good for us. I mean, it's something that all of us have to work on it to ensure that the safety on our road. That is why we gave even road National Road Safety Authority. We gave them, we made, we, we moved them from a commission to authority to give them powers to do so many things. Mm -hmm. If you look at their new law, there are several things that the road safety responsibilities that they have given to the road National Road Safety to carry on, which will now give them that kind of power to deal with some matters that they couldn't have dealt with earlier on. Right. And we believe Let's come back to the roads. Mm -hmm. You said that there are priority roads. Yes. So what are the priority roads for this government? So government has grouped all the priority roads based on, on regions. Mm -hmm. I can, uh, when mm -hmm. I'm done, mm -hmm. I'll forward the list to us. The list. To so us. we have 16 regions. Mm -hmm. And government have prioritized from 2021. Government is about... We started in 2021. Mm -hmm. Those ones that we have done, they were first priority roads that are ongoing mm -hmm. and town roads that are ongoing. Mm -hmm. So these ones are priority roads which are also currently ongoing. Mm -hmm. which to it totals about 3,601 kilometers. Mm -hmm. And we have Ashanti. Ashanti has a total of the critical routes. Government is embarking five have 585.25 percent of it kilometers 585 kilometers yes and eastern has 484 mm -hmm. kilometers central has 113 mm -hmm. western has 245 mm -hmm. northern region has 180 greater accra has 145 mm -hmm. voter region has 155 mm -hmm. western north has 40 kilometers mm -hmm. upper east has 88 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Savannah has 240 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Northeast has 220 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Bono East has 155 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Upper West has 556 kilometers. 500? Yes, yeah. Upper West. That's good. Oti has 122 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Ahafo has 180 kilometers. And Bono has one. So Oti has how much? 122. Yes, Oti has 122. Half has 180 and Bunong has 144. So these yes. are critical roads. These are different from internal roads. What levels of roads are we talking? Are these trunk roads? Are trunk these... roads. So all these are trunk roads. Uh, 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 all these are, let's say. Or oh, they include feeder roads. Some too. will not include. Some are feeder road or link roads. Like. You are going so in to the case of Upper West, say Watumu Road. Yes. The, the, is it included in what you are? I wanted to actually. Do you have the, Do you have the original breakdown? Because I wanted you to go to Upper West. Well, I was happy to hear five fifty five. Yes, five fifty five. Because that's the third. That's the third. Let me, let that's, me, in fact, that's the that's the that's second the, longest. Yes. So because Ashanti is five eighty five. Upper West is five fifty five. Okay. So Eastern is four eighty one. Yes, yes. Let me try and see. Pull the upper west for if me. I, I can pull the upper west. Because with this some analysis, where Sisala East and West produce so, a lot of the maize we eat, but they have the west road. So uh -huh. if you are giving them five fifty five, so let me. Can you give us a breakdown? Yes. Of the let me let area? me pull the 
upper upper west west one so that i'll be able to give you yeah. listeners though when he gives us the list we'll, we'll come on here <laughs> we also need to know whether the list is just on paper whether the work has started oh, whether contractors have been given the, the other the other comment yeah. i noticed that mm. the western north had 40 just 40 or is it no 40? so there are several projects you know west they, they have a lot of cocoa roots has benefited a lot of cocoa roots okay. yeah so they, they are the cocoa there capital a lot of cocoa roots that are going on in the western north so mm. Mm, so they have the lowest number of this because they yes. benefit possibly more from the cocoa. Okay, so upper west, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Upper west, give us okay, the. Okay, so you will see the first one is thirty-one kilometer, which is the upgrading of Wa Bulanga to Yala Road. Mm -hmm. okay. Then you have the upgrading of Fian Isa Wahabu Road. How many kilometers? Fifty-six kilometers. Okay. Then you have the upgrading of. Uh, Wahabu Funsi Yala Road, which mm -hmm. is 21.5 kilometers. Mm -hmm. You have the upgrading of Wichao to mm -hmm. Ga Road, which mm -hmm. is 20.2 kilometers. Wichao, the hippo sanctuary. Yes, we've been there before. Terrible road. You have Tumu to Han to Navrongo Road, which mm -hmm. is 15 kilometers. Okay. Oh, okay, that's you good. Have upgrading of Tumu to Han to Laura Road, which is 10 kilometers. You have upgrading of Tumu to Han to Laura Road, another lot, which is 20 kilometers. So there are lots of that. Yes, there are lots. So 15, 10, 20. Yes. And then... And you have another upgrading of Tumu to Han to Laura Road, 25 kilometers. Okay. Then you have spot improvement of Katwa to... Kolomani Fida Road, which is 64. Hold on, no. so far you've used the word upgrading all through, then now you are using a different word. Yes. So when you say upgrade, what does that mean? So upgrading is like when you do it and put bitumen surfacing on it. So it means that the road was raw. Uh -huh. So they are now doing it. First proper. Yes, they are now upgrading to put the first bitumen. So it means it. most of these roads are dead roads. Dead yes. Road. Wow. Yeah. Then the second thing you just the mentioned. Spot improvement. Spot improvement you know, Road that maybe a session of it is good, but they have to ah. cut certain part of it and so that's also uh -huh. okay. wow uh -huh, to do it. Then we have the so another spot improvement of Toasa to Jairi to Logufida Road, which is 55.57 kilometers. We have spot improvement of Tumu to Nabagobile, also 22.8 kilometers. Mm -hmm. We have spot improvement of uh Bugule to Tasao na, to Naundaunu Road, which is also forty eight point five kilometers. Okay. It goes on. On and on. So it those are the spot improvements. So, so hold on, you have done the first mm. one, which is the upgrading, you've done the spot improvement. Yes, yes. Are there any like uh, bridges involved or this is just oh, they are, you know government is doing almost about fifty of the check bridges and cast across the country okay so that's a different list. that's a different thing right. together. now these things you've mentioned have they been awarded already see they are have all the people I, I, I just so are they already doing the road or they intend to do it okay some of the road are ongoing they are doing the uh, where ongoing means that they are it means the contractors is on site for, yes they are on site because you see i want to send my reporter there uh -huh. so, so if you say it's ongoing i need to know what you that mean. some of the projects mm -hmm. are ongoing okay some two are on the contract awarding stage. Good. 
I want the list of the ones ongoing. Okay, so I, I'll get it for because you. Because you see, we need to know if it's actually happening. Yes, I'll get I'll get it for you. So it's not a problem. I'll, I'll just you get, get it for me. Yes. Ongoing. Yes, I'll get it. All right, let's just pick another random region before we go on. You said um, uh, Ashanti has 585. I'm interested in Accra Kumasi Road. Can you carve out Eastern and Ashanti? Which port, is there, Does any of this include any part of Accra Kumasi? So that one too is a different program government is doing. You know, government separate from what you just yes, said. Yes, that government as part of its uh, policy to dualize most of our major trunk road and corridors. So five of them. We have the Western Corridor, the mm -hmm. Eastern Corridor, we have the Aflao Corridor, we have the Kumasi, mm -hmm. okay, then we have the uh, uh, Cape Kasua, mm -hmm. Kipkos, one. Okay. So, uh, five of them. The main end roads, the N1, N2. Yes. N so, okay. currently, government... Last year, government took a loan facility mm -hmm. to start with the Aflao one. Okay. 17 kilometers. N1. We took almost about $101 million from a UK facility. company facility mm -hmm. to construct 17 kilometers from where the the Japanese ended, ended to to where the central, I mean, on the way to Central University, that was 17 Mutual kilometers. area. Uh -huh. That the contract is being executed by... So it will be dualized? Yes. So Tema yeah. to Dawenia yes. dualized. Yes. 17 kilometers for 100 million? Yes, but it's dualized. So you are talking about the Pone Junction. It's a dual carriage. A dual carriage, a, carriage, a kilometer of a dual carriage is $3 million. So it's not it's not what's the timeline for that project uh, what's the timeline what's the timeline on, on, on that score Bernard, you permit me no, no, if, no, if you don't mind on that yeah. score yeah it's been said widely that construction costs in ghana are way too expensive compared to us well so you don't look at you see construction works the, i mean there are several factors that comes in let me tell you so if somebody go and construct a road on a wetland and somebody is doing on a hard surface you want the person the same should be the same cost no some go and do the red the road with drainages and other no, you know bypasses. the point could you so, be making but, but, is a general point well it's a general thing i don't I'm think we can even resolve that here that's not my interest I'm i want to know so i want to know what i need to the, know the now is yes. people listening want a certain sense you see one of the challenges are parliament you have a dual role you represent us and you also help make laws yes so this information should be out there for people to know yes that this is the calendar this is the schedule these are the dates expected so the people can also track and let you know okay so i'm happy you've come here but i feel there should be a place where i can go and get this information so i can even tell my listeners okay. because if nathan starts reading for you questions on roads we will spend the whole day reading that well, i'll help you that's why i'm here i'll help you you see you, some of this road bernard have been you have been chatting i've been dealing with you all the time yeah and you know I'm the chairman of the committee. So if there are some issues that you want, questions that have come to your show that you need mm. information about this route, just contact Good. me. But I'm I'll saying that it, it will, I may not have. It will also be more efficient for this to be somewhere like maybe some website or some tracker, so we can all you see. Because what I'm saying is that the, the number of people who are interested in roads, it will not even be efficient for only city or whatever station to be following up. So maybe the way we do the government achievement trackers, there could be a road tracker.
where you put all this information so you can say this is the name of the contractor okay, so this is the period you're supposed to I be think, at I think you understand? so that for accountability sake you, you, are, you are right i will make that recommendation to the ministry yeah to, to look at it because yeah. all these informations are there remember they did so a they website that they said to, government achievement yes, website yes, yes, yes. if we can input this and say okay i think you are you are 100 people need to know 100 right you've that's agreed. why a lot of people are talking that because there are several road projects that have gone on in this country sometimes when i talk about it and people say, oh, where are the roads? I can I have a whole lot of road lists that I can show. This one kilometer that have been done across the country. Wow. But like we are saying, it is something that I will discuss with the minister for information and the, the, mm. the But before you go, I want the mm. timeline for the Bone Road because you see now when I'm going to my home, so I use that road so, a lot, so I need to so, so you I have given he has thirty six months. Thirty six months to do it. When there did he start? Contract, it, I mean, it's a, a British company that is B. I think it's BMH or BHM. Okay. Thirty six months is what he's supposed to, yes, to finish everything. To, and he has that. He has his, he has his camp on the site that he has started preliminary works there. We approved the facility long ago, so he's there. He's, he's, uh, he has started. He has he's putting up his camp to. How many months has he spent so far? Well, I, I have to check. You have to. I need that information. I, I, have, to, I have to check. So so realizing he's realizing boom yes all the way to yes, you know from that place from that place to on that corridor we are talking about a, a hundred and almost about 167 kilometers mm -hmm. on that stretch up to a flower mm -hmm. that way and he's dualizing so the, the, the we are doing it in faces. in faces so from the japanese have done this the british are continuing yes the british are so we'll look at we the have germans to, have to come and continue then americans well, will finish GOG, at a point in time gog will also come in because gog is currently also doing the four bypasses these are key bypasses mm -hmm. on the kumasi too yes that's from apedra to mm -hmm. konamu very important that government you know recently people i mean look at the accidents that we have Could you, what's the hometown of the deputy finance minister that, are, that is yeah. Yeah. oh lord so we are doing for osino yes osino bypass uh -huh. which is a dual carriage fantastic then we are going to do a Yenem bypass, which is another dual carriage. You are going to do? La or we yes. have awarded the contract to eight companies. Good. I can mention all the companies name to you. So you give, you, I, want the, I want the bypasses. So Osino. Osino. Enyinem. Enyinesi. It's also after Enyinem, like when we are going to. You know the place. Yes, yes. where the hospital, you see where we are yes. building the, yeah. the, the trauma. Yeah. Yes, the trauma center. So that's the third one. What's the other one? Then the last one is the Konongo. Fant ah, Lord, Konongo. And Traffic. all this have been awarded. Timelines. To we have also given them. Government has given them that it should be completed before 2024. Uh, election. It's not election because mostly some of this project. No, we don't have a problem. Some of this project takes 24, and all of them must finish before 20. So if, if mind you, is being is going to be funded with our taxes. GOG. But if you don't take GOG, but GOG, you, your track record for roads are bad because almost GOG? all your roads they, they delay. So that is G, GOG is the money that you and I pays into the coffers. So if we want, and that government uses what goes to the coffers uh, to pay. I see where you are going. No, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I see. I see. No, no, the, the fact is, nobody will come and pay. No, the way the the way is going. I know. No, no, no. You see, if we want to build more roads, we agree that we have longer to. ones. Yes. Construct more of them. It cannot be yes. through loan facility. I know that agreement. That we need to get it right. We have to get the money. So if <laughs> government say two cities that will come, and the contractor is charging the same uh, two cities. When the two cities come, we we'll give the contractor one city of it, and another one also. So come. if the money is there, you do it quick. Back, President, 
before they sawam in a road with GOG. Before they did not go and take loan. That's the that one to Sunyani. Now that when the NDC came, they abandoned the other part, and Ekufuadu came. He has continued to Apeja Johnson, and we are now taking the bypass from there, also going. So it tells you all is GOG. We need to end it here. You are doing the bridge over the motorway too. Yes. When will you the finish? one, the flower pot one. You, le you left it for four years. So we are doing it. Why did you leave it for four years? Had, so if you come and if it is a GOG that you are using and there's money, no money, or it is a loan facility. When there's a loan facility, the contractor will not stop. But when it's a GOG, government money that we are using. And there's no money. You have to, there's no money. You have to wait and get money in the port before you use so it. So you do that one. You see how finish. people are, you are asking. Yes. There's no money. There's no money. Government only uses what it has. I know you want to say something about Eli. Eli, you might not go in there. I'm having that one. It's after. It's okay. You will talk later. So, government has done a lot when it comes. Before I conclude, government has come a lot, done a lot. Look at a lot of projects. See the one that the Anuyan Kwanta Road that government has done. See the Bosum Lake Road in Kumasi. Government is doing that road had never seen any any work on it. Government mm -hmm. is doing. Government is doing. Look at the Nungwa, the lot two, mm -hmm. the beach road, the overpasses that we are doing. Mm -hmm. We are doing. There's beach road one and the Nungwa, that that one too. Government is doing the PTC interchange mm -hmm. there. This year, government said that he's going to do three of right. the interchanges in Kumasi. Right. We are going to do. The Santasi runabout one, the Swami runabout one, and the airport runabout. All three interchanges in Kumasi this year. So when it comes to road, mm -hmm. this government, led by President Nanado, has done a lot. All right. And that, like just like you are saying, it's because we have not put the information yeah. at a place that people themselves can go and verify and Check. track it. Yes. That is why people Thank you. are distorting. Honorable yes. Kennedy. Uh, yes, MP for Akim Swedru, Chairman of the Road and Transport Committee. We appreciate your time. We would hope to bring you again for more updates. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll be right back, listeners. This is the CJ Breakfast Show. Some great news. If you want to double your salary, it's already started happening. So I'll tell you how to do it when we come back. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where this guy, this guy. Now, two bottles and one ounce. Call me Eugene. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Kaye Chessica, Yaya Chenu, Yenu, Yenu. Say, I'm Bogampa, Yanni, Yaya, Pim, Pim, Pim. Eight thirty-three city breakfast show. 
Well, thank you for all your comments on the roads. As you know, we are very interested in roads, so you will hear more on roads in subsequent programs. All right, so a few weeks ago, we had friends from Ecobank to come to talk about the double salary promotion. Well, they're back in the house with an update on that. On the 8th of February this year, they held the first of three planned double salary promo draws with the help of the National Lottery Authority. They have two more draws, one for next month, the other for April. So we want to talk about what happened in February. How many people won? I'm told there are 86 customers emerged as winners in the first draw. In studio to talk about that, Kate Thompson, Head of Consumer Products. Kate, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Nanadia Japong is the Head of Consumer Marketing. Nanadia, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing very well, thank you. I have a young man here as well, and uh, he will introduce himself. You are... I'm Kingsford Frimpong Ofori. Kingsford Frimpong Ofori. Yes. I'll come to you shortly. So, let's start with this. So, yes, you came here a few weeks ago to talk about double salary promotion. And uh, just give us an update. What is this promotion? Who can enter? What is it about as a starting point? What is the what is the uh, promo and how can one enter? Okay. So, would like to say thank you to all who have participated in the promo mm-hmm. so far and then are lucky winners for the first draw. Mm. The Ecobank salary, double salary promotion is one of Ecobank's way of saying thank you to our customers. Mm-hmm. And it's also an opportunity for us to introduce our salary account to our customers. Mm-hmm. To enter the draw, our customers have to redirect their salaries to any of the accounts, a current account, savings account, or they can open a salary account and then they would be eligible for the draw. So there's a special salary account, yes. but you could also use your normal current account. Yes. So I can pay my salary into a savings account. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So either open a new double salary account mm-hmm. or your current account or your, your I, I see. And the promo has been running for how long? It's been running since January. January. It ends in March. Ends in March. I see. So we did a first draw. We did a first draw on february the 8th i believe that was the date right yes. and 86 people emerge winner i have a gentleman here so kingsford you're one of the winners yes please so tell me about yourself what do you do i'm a chef and also i do a business you well. are a chef yes please where do you chef your chef yeah but the local district hospital oh you cook for them yes please fully <laughs> from yes. beginning to end <laughs> yes please oh wow I didn't know hospitals are... And so you, you yes. make sure... The, yes. Oh, I see. We have a hospitality department that takes care of the canteen services. And you do the cooking? The hospital. Yes, I'm part of... Really? You're a chef? You need to teach me how to do that. <laughs> All right. Amazing. So how did you hear about the promotion? No, I, I was there. I, I heard it on in one of the radio stations. They, they were that they should double salary. Yes. Were you already an account holder? Yes, I was. Oh, okay. And I was taking my salary, salary from there. From so there. you didn't have a problem? No, I wasn't having any challenge. At I all. see. So, how did you know that you you won? You had won? Yeah, they called me. I was there. I, I was surprised. So, the call came sometimes once a while. They call to check up on you okay. and ask of the account and the things you are doing. So, mm. um, I was there. So, when the call came, I was like, when I answered, they, they were like, um, you have won. Hey. You've emerged as the winner of. Hello, uh, Mr. Kingsford from, yeah. <laughs> from Pongosei. You have won the double salary promotion. Yes, I was like, ah, really? So I 
I check the number. Yes. Is it I the froster? From, from my, yes, yes, and I checked the number and I was like, hey, really? So I just went online and then I checked my account and it was true. I, I couldn't believe it. They so, double your salary. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes, yes. So did you, true. I hope you, did you pay tight? Oh, that's the, the, <laughs> the double, the double is for you alone. <laughs> you pay. So you, so did you go for the draw? Or, 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 or no, the draw happened and they called him. Okay, okay. Exactly. So the draw happened and then he, so he didn't even know you were doing. He was, he was, he had won until you called. Yes, he didn't know. He yes. didn't know. However, our customers knew that we had that draw on going that on that day. Date. Yes, I see. So this is interesting. So this is your salary account. Talk to me more about it because you had a normal, normal. You have a normal uh, current account, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So this is your uh, salary account. Tell me more about it. Thank you very much, and good morning to all our listeners. So the salary account um, was based on the fact that we've had uh, salaried workers uh-huh. banking with us over a period of time. Mm. And based on the work we have done with them, we realized that there were some particular needs for salary account holders mm-hmm. or customers that are receiving their salaries at EcoBank. Mm. So what we did was to ensure that most of the things or needs that salaried workers have mm. decided to make sure that we have put it together or embedded it into the salary mm. account. So the salary account is neither, it's a crazy savings account, current account. Mm. And it allows you to have access to your account 24-7 and it gives you some interesting benefits. And mm-hmm. for example, when you put money in a, a, in a bank, mm. most often people would ask, how do I then get my money out? Mm-hmm. We make sure that you have a debit card that allows you to do various payments. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know that EcoBank has quite a number of platforms that you can do withdrawals mm-hmm. by ATMs. Overall, the, around the country. We also have ATMs across our 33 African countries. So wherever you find yourself, you can have access to your money. Again, one of the key things is that it also gives you access to our digital platforms, which allows mm-hmm. you to do transfers, any forms of payments that you want, including even creating a virtual card mm-hmm. when you want to shop online. And then it comes to one of the key things that most salaried workers would want to have, and that is the life insurance component. Mm. And this life insurance component will give you several benefits, including death and all that. Mm. So it's, it's, and one key thing that we also know that salaried workers want is that I want an account that I don't need to start with a minimum balance. Mm. Or I don't need to operate it with a minimum balance. And of course, there's no commission on turnover mm. on that account. No so it comes with various benefits that mm. we believe that that is what salaried workers want. You spoke about the insurance cover. What are some of the benefits the insurance covers? And does the salary account come with any extra charges? Okay, so the charge on the salary account is a minimum of 12 CDs. Okay. Okay. And um, insurance partners will pay for death up to 10,000 CDs. Mm. Permanent disability, we pay up to 5,000. Mm-hmm. Critical illness, also 5,000, up to 5,000. Mm-hmm. Hospitalization, we would give you 200 CDs per month for a maximum of three months. Mm. And for retrenchment, we cover 850 CDs a month for a maximum of six months. Mm. I mean, hopefully within that time, you would have found a job. Six months is good enough time. So these, this insurance, this is an automatic insurance I have to opt in. Or once I get the account, uh, the insurance kicks in. It is automatic. Okay. Once you have the account, then you get the benefits of the insurance. I see. This is, this is an innovation, right? 
It is. It is actually. Yeah. It doesn't so. exist with other accounts. So uh, a normal savings, uh, savings account wouldn't have this insurance. Normal so this is for the salary account. It's for the salaried account. Yes. I see. Are you tempted to open a salary account, or you like your current <laughs> account like that? <laughs> Definitely, I, I, I want to win more. So you want to win more? <laughs> yes, please. Mm, so I see. So what's what's your message to listeners? Um, I want them to know that this is real. Mm. When they called, I, I couldn't even believe that it was true. And mm. so I would check my email and I realized that it has been credited. So for a moment, I I withdraw some through the EcoBank app. To Just see, check. To check whether the money, there. <laughs> whether yeah. the, the money is inside. So I, I will encourage everybody to, mm. to come on. So it means you'll be in the next draw too. The next, the next one is to. Oh yeah, that is unfortunately one. the dynamics. Won, yes. Once you won, you are out. Once you win once, that uh, is it. Yes. But when I showed it to my friends, they were like, "How?" Uh, my in charge, she was like, she has banked uh, with one of the banks for over twenty years, taking her salary from there, but yeah, she hasn't anything. gotten anything like that. So, but um, does somebody who banks with EcoBank need to do anything to win, or just pray? Okay, so you don't necessarily, if you receive your salary through a you don't have a problem. You don't have a but problem. if you have an account that you don't receive your salary through, then you need to say, Look, guys, Onana, pay my salary through my EcoBank account exactly. rather. I get so, you. what is happening is that, yes, the promo is to thank our customers to also make sure that they are benefiting from the relationship that they have All with right. EcoBank. However, right. the salary account goes beyond the promo because of the benefits okay. that comes with it. Okay. So, we are encouraging listeners or EcoBank customers receiving salaries to current and savings account mm. that they can easily switch to the salary account where they would enjoy the benefits after the mm. period of the promo. So let's get this straight. If you are not an EcoBank customer, you need to open an account. It could be savings, current or salary account. Mm -hmm. If you are a normal current or savings account holder, you could say, you know what, I want my salary to go through my EcoBank or I want to open a salary account so that I want my salary to come through that special account. But by all means, your salary needs to come through EcoBank to get the double salary. Yes. And that is within this three-month period, that is from January to uh, March. But what we're saying is that if mm -hmm. you are a salaried worker, mm -hmm. it is beneficial. That is, if you don't have an account with EcoBank, mm -hmm. it's beneficial to open the salary account Straight. and receive your salary. So you enjoy the other benefits, benefits which include the insurance and yes, all the things that exactly. uh, uh, Nana exactly. Yaa was talking about. Exactly. Uh, okay, so what are your final words, Nana Yaa? You are the head of consumer marketing. And then Kate is the head of consumer products. So basically, you sell what she produces. Yes. Uh, so you work as a team. <laughs> Very interesting. What are your closing thoughts? So I would say that, yes, for those who haven't participated so far, we have mm. two more draws to go. Mm -hmm. And it's not late. You can redirect your salary mm -hmm. through any of the accounts. Mm. But most importantly, open the salary account so you can enjoy the benefits of the salary account. Charlie, so people who earn a lot of money, if they win, so, so you know, we will not earn plenty, so we are okay. But if somebody, Charlie, they get 200,000 a month, you double it. <laughs> so, so uh, the minimum you need to earn to be part of the promo is 200 Ghana cities. I'm talking about the maximum. Okay. And for is the there maximum, a maximum? We have a cap, yes. Uh -huh, because some people are rich now. <laughs> Some salaries. We have a cup. I see. But you can't tell me now. Okay. No problem. Thank you for coming through. Kate Thompson, head of consumer products. Nanaya Sapong, head of consumer marketing. Kingsford Frimpong, who's a chef. Charlie, you're a big man. You know, if they call you chef, it's a promotion. Chef. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. So what do you cook? What kind of food? Oh, um, we cook. Uh, we have a menu there. 
that you follow. We, we follow. Yeah. So each day and what you. Uh, so this is for a hospital. Yes, please. I hope you put salt in the food because when I was when I was young, the first time I went to hospital, the hospital food there was no salt inside. Oh, it, it depends on the person. Ah, uh, some patients don't eat. Yes. Uh, so if the person is diabetic or maybe uh, depending on the. So situation. it's a specialized cooking. Yes, and then we. we our place we cook for is, is general for even so, the staff so, yes so, so everybody eats that food yes anybody can come there and buy and what's the name of your place child sudoku district hospital child, you're a big man is that <laughs> the one the new one yes the new one dodoa yes please dodoa oh that's a nice hospital yes yes oh wow so you live in dodoa yes please child, are you married <laughs> <laughs> no i'm single Charlie, you have to look for somebody for you <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, congrats, eh? Congrats. Thank that was Kingsford from Pongo for it. I like his job. He's a, he's a chef, Charlie. He's a chef. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, so we, we promised to get the list of roads and we will follow up on that promise because we really think that the conversation about roads is so important. If there's a list of projects being done, we need to know who the contractor is, what the timeline is, where he's gotten to, so that you can even go and observe how they are doing, whether they are doing this thing the way it's going. No matter when we're doing some roads, some of the drivers when we intervene say, well, we like the way he's going about it, he's taking his time and all of that. Because sometimes, when they are misdoing the roads, you can tell. And you take a picture and say, hey, Minister, is that how they are supposed to do this route? <laughs> the way they are going, this gutter they are doing, will, it, will water run through this gutter? <laughs> so, we'll hold Kennedy Osei Nyako to his word. I noticed a lot of you had questions and we, we apologize that there wasn't too much time and also because we brought him to give us more information in reaction to all the things that had been said yesterday and to give us a broad perspective of issues. If there's the need to get into further details like we did for the Upper West region, we will do that. And if we get the details as he sent, we will publish that so you can go online and read to know whether your road is part of the government priority routes. If it's not, then you have to change your lobbying style. Because it's interesting to know what government considers a critical road. You know, what's a critical <laughs> road? That's that's a major because I think on Manis Road is critical. Because that road, you know, that road can take you from Old Ashoman to Pokwasi. And it can ease a lot of the traffic on the Kwabinya Road. Because on even weekdays, if you're driving from Atomic Junction to Kwabinya, is so choked now you may decide that you can do this you can say you can expand that road but the cost of expanding that road and the capital involved if you create an alternative route from Riz junction all right Riz junction to agboba through ashoman and you connect it through pokwasi when you do that road it means that half of the cars who are going to pokwasi you don't even need to pass through kwabinya do you get me because right now when you are going to pokwasi or kumasi 
from this part of town you have to drive from atomic junction with all that traffic all the way through hachu transitions to kwabinya roundabout now if the omani road is done the traffic b- breaks into two so those from Medina race will go through old ashoman drive climb the hill and connect through to pokwasi to ashoman estates you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so sometimes the, the consideration is not just let's dualize a road or let's expand the road an alternative route can serve the same purpose yeah because the number of cars that use the road is like what you were saying from amrahia oyibi coming into town some of the people if the road that connects to nanakrum was properly done if somebody works in tema why would they have to come through the road is actually 80 percent properly done it's left with just 20 percent. they should just finish from it. the cancer medical junction to the nanachrome bridge they should do once it. it's done it takes do a it. lot of traffic from the main road you yeah. are talking about critical roads mm-hmm. you see from the north like upper west savannah mm-hmm. all the way to the takradi port mm-hmm. if you are producing enough food up there and we want to export through the takradi port mm-hmm. you'd come down to kentampo mm-hmm. if you are coming from the tamale side yeah. to techiman right yeah. then you can hit sunyani mm-hmm. And then enter western north mm-hmm. and go down to western region mm-hmm. to the port in takrade mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but if you look at the techiman to sunyani road mm-hmm. from chara mm-hmm. to koto chrome mm-hmm. to sunyani mm-hmm. terrible not good in front of the liberation barracks mm-hmm. that dualization has been going on for since, a very long time since, at since. least for the past 15 years oh, there's been going since. on <laughs> the dust on that stretch wow so if you are connecting north savannah upper west mm-hmm to the cent- uh, 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 western region yeah that road needs to be done mm-hmm. and then the roads through gosu to western north and all mm-hmm. those areas okay so that those are the roads i see as very critical we'll be back to discuss more stay with us this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation yeah Riding my rams on the biggest pad. My people be watching, they think it's mad. I'm laughing and grinning because I just roll up and pick up the money in the biggest bag. In 2020, we'll be rolling hard. That'll be why the bang, I'll be going hard. You think that we're slowing, you see what we're doing. We give you the music, we're going far. We're headed for the top now, never gonna stop now, never gonna flat now. Keep it going, and we're never gonna drop now. So you better stop now, never gonna tap now. We be going, you people thinking we're joking and really funny. Look at the ratings, every checking your silly money. We're taking everything you're putting on the table, we're leaving you disabled. You only get a silly dummy. They call me the chief. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Big boy, never sleep. Oh, You know I got more skills and I show this The sub zero whether you never hold this You never mess it with the figure man Hyper quick you blink and it's a trigger man Type of guy you rope with the jigger man Rock and stay the shout outs to bigger man Yeah, I got my people saying DBDB Challenge what more we're looking for the CDCD CD. And then we take a minute the same GDGD And then we call And if you're struggling to find the litigation free land for your project Are you struggling to come up with full payment for that house you want to acquire? And are you worried about moving into that beautiful home You would have built with all the necessary amenities 
Edlum Housing is back with products tailored to your individual needs. And they've got homes in Amrahia, they've got homes in Adringana, and all of them are reasonably priced and they are lovely to view as well. For more info, call 0270-166-166 or visit edlomhousing.com to book a site visit. Edlum Housing, where spacious homes costless don't forget it's a new flavor another energetic experience a pleasant taste energize your day with a can of good day energy drink and know the difference grab a can and share with friends available at all gold shops but you're on a total malcolm supermarket palace mall and a pub near you Alright, so that's what we have time for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Coming in from the man Nathan Kwa. Charlie, how do you like my guy? No, Nathan is super, man. Nathan is dope, man. Lyrics, dexterity, too much, too much, much, time and delivery. So on point, so on point. Yeah, they form too much. Yeah. They form. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But if you see him too, Charlie, no, if you guys see him, no. Come on, rap on flick. Charlie. Yeah, baby, baby. Charlie, when I try to rap, I just did it. Yeah. The guy, like, as you some Tip Harris type of lifestyle. serious, Gangster in the studio, but some cool guy on the street. You, Charlie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Put the nah, rap on flick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No. Maybe, maybe one day we should do a show and talk <laughs> about. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe one day we should just talk about my songs, and I'll give you the backstory. No, you different. We'll break down the lyrics. No, you different. That'll be the whole story. They call me the chief. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Big boy never sleep. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Put the rap on flick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. With a three six three. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you